It'll be it'll be our copyright. All right, this is trademark right. tra- trademark and yeah. copyright as of right now. So if you steal this, right, we will hunt you down. We will know it too. Yeah, it's because yeah. we don't have that many listeners, and we will know yeah, we'll who know you are and find you. We will yeah. find you, and we will kill you. And and Danan, whatever's birthed of Danan's mind is very unique and also twisted. So yeah, there's usually you can tell. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so if we're like. Easter or something years ago, we got a stuffed animal that was a duck wearing a frog suit for some reason. That's weird. A duck? Yeah. Wearing a frog suit. Yeah. Yeah, like you can't take the suit off, but it's like wearing a little suit and it's got a, a duck bill sticking is, out of is it. Is it it's like a, Mario in like his toad suit? Yeah, kind of like that. little frog suit? And, and in my head, because um, I always like to, to play with the, the stuffed animals and try and make their arms move and see how animated they can be, see if you can make them you know, behave and turn their heads and play with the kids. And that one was pretty good, but all his little stubby arm could do was, like, salute. So, Corporal Frog Duck. So, um, he became Corporal Frog Duck. Corporal Frog Duck. And uh, he was going to go on adventures, and I'm sure try and teach kids lessons of some kind or another. I don't know. Well, you got to teach them something. Would well, lesson right. one be how to skin a frog? Well, there's two ways we could do this. So, we do the legit thing where he teaches kids how to share and be nice, or Corporal Frog Duck is, like... A Navy SEAL and teaches kids how to stealthily sneak up on your. Is that him? No, that is not him. That's not him. No, that, that but it's it's the kind of like that. But the eyes aren't all buggy. So it's but... worse than that. No, it's better. Well, I don't know. He's cool. <laughs> so, anyways, Corporal Frog Duck. Right. So yeah, we either do the the Danan thing and it be the gritty reboot of Corporal Frog Duck. <laughs> so you you make the... I would like to do both. You make the the PC version of Corporal Frog Duck for kids, nope. and then you make the gritty reboot of Corporal Frog Duck for adults. Right. And then the parents who are lazy, of course, get confused and buy They don't buy kids. the right one. They buy the wrong one. Uh, and it's hilarious for everybody. Yeah. So, I mean, we just title them different. Like, oh, the... Adventures of Corporal Frog Duck, or oh, maybe we could do it. No, we do it as a comic book. That's it. There's the children's book, and then there's the comic book. So you don't accidentally... You can't mix them up. No, you can't mix them up. So it's like and, the... Like, like the, what it did with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. Where like the comic book was like this gritty, like bloody adult comic book, but then they PC'd it for like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. Right. Where I never understood that stuff. Like the the lead character has two swords and no one ever gets cut. No, they don't. The mouse, the 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 robots got cut. Well, they're robots, okay. but not. So like... no no living being ever gets cut. Just the automatons, and for some reason he has like just two giant dull metal sticks that he hits everybody. with. Well, Raph never stabs stabs anybody with his sides right? either. Yeah, the only one that actually ever hits anybody is Donatello and Michelangelo. Because they yeah. But mostly it's just kicks. They should do a Netflix reboot of that show, and do one like an adult Teenage yeah. Turtles mm-hmm. cartoon. Do like the cart, the comic book version. <clears throat> middle aged middle aged mutant ninja turtles. Yeah, teenage middle aged mutant ninja turtles. No, they really. have like like one knocked raft knocked up some other you know shrimp or something. <laughs> like a shrimp. There's like a half turtle, half shrimp. There's like a half turtle. Michelangelo half obviously you know has bought the, the, all the pizzas caught up with him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he's a little he heavier like, now. He, yeah, he's like sad Thor now. Yeah, Leo's gay. Mm, yeah. Finally, came. I figured Donatello would come out as gay. No, it's it's the leader. Leo's gay, right? But then they keep running into people who hear that a Ninja Turtle is gay and 
talking to Donatello about it, and he's like, God damn it. It's not me. Why does everybody think I'm gay? Why does everybody think I'm gay? And, and you remember when they all wore red? Into it. Yeah. When well, they all wore what? Red. They were all all wore red originally. Yes. Oh. Yeah, in the original comic and stuff. The only way you could tell them apart was by the weapon they were using. Hmm. Correct. That would be easier to draw. Hey, uh, side note. Did you guys know that you Color could buy a rickshaw on Wayfair? Really? Yeah. Are you going to buy a rickshaw on Wayfair? I'm absolutely not going to do it. But, how, you know, how much is Somebody the, wants to make some side cash. How much is right. the rickshaw? I don't know. Let's I wonder look. how hard it is to run up Saginaw Street. Hard? Have you seen the bricks? Yeah. I mean, I don't even drive my car up Saginaw Street if I can avoid it. I go mm. around downtown Saginaw Street for two reasons. One, the street's just a horrible wreck and will destroy your car. And two, it's just a lot of people jaywalking. Well, that's true. I guess if it was a proper downtown, they could turn it into a pedestrian area. They could. Someday. Someday if we You know, that was in the plans in the 60s. That was what the plan was. It was supposed to be an urban plaza. $100? I can see that being cool. With tunnels that go underneath and up the other side. I love tunnels. Well, that's what it was it's supposed not, to be, it's, oh, and then it it's died not, out. It's not a real rickshaw; it's a model. Oh, it's a rickshaw oh. model. Uh, <laughs> like it's like like five or ten inches long and right. six inches high. Is that one of those things where you buy a dining room table and it turns out it's for a dollhouse? <laughs> You're like, well, I get such a great deal on this it's dining a room table. Such a great deal. <laughs> or you buy a new tent; it turns out to be one of those models that you can only fit your dog, your cat in. <sighs> so, okay. So, so, so t- what, are we, what are we actually doing today? Well, well, hold on. I got I got a tidbit for Ninja Turtle fans. Oh, uh, we got a tidbit. So in the original comic, in the original first arc of the comic, Leonardo stabbed Shredder through the chest with his sword. Excellent. Well, of course, in the comic. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, but he didn't die, of course. Oh, he died. He was killed off. Wait, in the first arc, they killed the Shredder? Yeah. He wasn't the main, main antagonist in the original comic. Wow. But they've actually killed multiple people in that comic, too. Yeah, so, it was pretty The main pretty... antagonist was not Krang either, by the way, just so that everybody knows. That is so crazy. So, so when they went to make the the TV show, they just flipped through the first two books and are like, "Yep, let's run with that." Pretty much. And they're like, no one bothered to tell them, like, "Hey, there's other stories, and this guy does it, just dies in the beginning." Yeah, and Raphael would actually attack. Well, the Eastman other and Lurk couldn't like you know comment on it because they were too busy catching the big fat chat. Well, there is that. There's a t- and then and then <coughs> when it became really popular and <coughs> Shredder became popular, they put him back in. Hmm. Into the, the comic books? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I, at that point, it's not even up to you. You have to put Shredder in. I yeah. think, I don't, what was the comic book company when they started, Jonathan? I think. Oh, they originally started as independent. Was it an independent? Yeah, it was created by two artists as a joke. Really? Yeah. Right, okay. Who, I think IDW does them now. Okay. Probably. I think so. Huh, that's a pretty good joke. Yeah. November 1983, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. Yep, Eastman and Laird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it worked, didn't it? Right. Fugatoid. Working on their Fugatoid comic in Laird's Boston residence, Fugatoid. which later became Mirage Studios. Oh, yes. Yeah, so oh. They're like, let's just do Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, why wouldn't you? I mean, at, at the time, anyway. I wonder if they knew it was going to be like a marketing. I don't think kind they did. Thing. Peter Lard regrets what happened to the turtles. Does he? Oh, he regrets what happened now. Does he, does he dab surprised. his eyes with uh, 
$100 bills. Like, oh, I'm so sad. Let me just wipe it with the money and then throw it away. Right. <laughs> it says their origins are ripped straight from the pages of Daredevil. Uh, yes, they are. In fact, uh, they a lot of people say it was the same ooze that gave oh. Daredevil his powers <gasps> leaked into the sewer. It's like the same day? Yeah, leaked into the sewer and gave the turtles their, their mutated the turtles. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, this, uh, this other one on here says the turtles experienced a major softening after Playmates toys wanted to market them to kids. Right. And that's how you get the show. Well, of course. That's how you get the fat cash. Marketing to what's all about. They yeah. sold tons of toys for those things, but then nowadays that's how you do it. You start with the toys and work your way backwards. No, that's how they... That's how, you, that's that's how, how they, they did it Batman. then. That's how they did it with He-Man. Yep. He like, man. they started with the he toys, and then, well, and then made, the, made the cartoon well, to market the toys. Same with Transformers. Transformers, same thing. Yes. They're a lie. What's a lie? The Transformers. Oh, I know. They totally... They're they not totally a lie. Don't. They're just a very successful marketing campaign. Yeah, wow. they are. Which is, which is a lie. G.I. Joe only, the same way. Only uh, lies are successful marketing campaigns. You never get far with the truth. In fact, I think I'm trying to think of all the cartoons in the '80s where marketing campaigns were toys. Thundercats. Yeah. All of them, Silverhawks. Did they have Silverhawks toys? Yeah, they had Silverhawks oh, wow. toys. Wow, oh, I remember Silverhawks. I remember those. Centurions. Yeah. Centurion uh, mask. Dude, mask was the bomb. Mask was the bomb. That was cool. They finally turned a car when the doors flip up, it flies. That's right. <laughs> and then every other car ever that the doors flipped up. Or even out became a flying car. Oh yeah, it had to. That's what the best. That's right. That's right. And uh, the things that were better than Transformers, the GoBots. Fuck you. <laughs> oh man, I was trying desperately to remember what the GoBots were so I could throw that one in. I, I just, just remember this. Oh, there's a kid down the street who had GoBots. Go like his parents so didn't stupid. buy him any Transformers. All he had was well, shitty GoBots. Because GoBots are cheap, right? They were right. like barely, barely more than a Matchbox car. Right. Anyways. Are we going to start this podcast? We should start a podcast. Yeah, so on our, our main topic today was the uh, demise of big box businesses. <laughs> oh. Which, which is hilarious. Ken's happy about it. Well, who wouldn't be happy about I mean, weren't we all pretty upset when they took over everything and destroyed every family-owned business in the country? No, we weren't. We were happy with that. I mean... Yes, we were. Okay, thank you. Um... <laughs> Everybody was disgusted about the, uh, the the death of local business, but the, then then big box stores became too complacent; they couldn't keep up with the market, and uh, they basically became trash. And now they're getting their just desserts. Seems like it. Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of our fault too. We, we stopped going to the to to the young mom and pop shops because the big box stores were were, were cheaper and cheaper being the word, not inexpensive, cheaper. Right. Like everything there was cheap, as in yeah. breakable. Right. As in, throw away and get a new one. Have you ever bought a printer? I've had many printers. <laughs> four non-functional ones in my basement. Mm. Like, w- wait, you kept them? I keep hoping that know. maybe it just wasn't... You never know. Like, I just couldn't get them Yeah, you never know. Up. You never know when you're going to get HPL4 again with the 21-pin... Oh, what about the 945? Parallel port. Or the Canon bubble jet. Oh, yeah, the Canon bubble jet. Hey, man, that's 78 cartridge. Right. I, yeah. Oh, oh you mean the HP 78? Yeah. yeah. Oh. The man. best, man. That thing lasted forever. forever. Yeah. Right. But that's the one that you would buy a new printer. That's why they had to, but, that, the but that's why they had to replace that. That's why they had to do away with that printer. Because the cartridge was too good. Yeah. Like the, the, the 45 and the 78 combo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Remember when they came out with the combo packs? Mm. Oh, yeah. And then the twin packs? Remember when, yeah, remember when HP came out with the O2 gel inks? Oh, the O2s? Yeah. It was like, oh my god. It was like, they marketed it as the greatest thing in the history of the world. No. They, no. they were bad. No. Yeah, all that stuff. <coughs> it's... So what, what big box store has, has is, is failing now, Jonathan? Uh, currently right now, <laughs> currently right our now. our biggest one that's currently failing is actually uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. Oh, yeah, they're in the next oh. up, aren't they? Yeah, so apparently they're closing 22 stores. Right, the knickknack store. Like, wh- where are people going to go when other people get married? Right. That's a good point. Like, where do you go? Am- you, 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 you get them Amazon. Amazon gift cards now. Right. Yeah. You bow much. down to your Amazon overlord, Danon. Okay, so that's the new thing. So the mom and pops were eaten by the big box stores, and now the internet has eaten the big box stores. Well, right. the, mo- the mom and pops were eaten up by the malls. Well, right, and then and then the and, malls and by Walmart's and by Walmart's. Yeah, and more. Well, well, even even before Walmart though, there was the malls. That's well, sure, yeah, true. And then we had the the big superstores. Yeah, is there any hope for now? The Pops? Actually, there's a there's there's a trend in gift giving, especially you know for special occasions like weddings and stuff like that. That uh, the the idea is to shop local, you know, and it's smaller, more personalized, bespoke gifts. You get, you know, you don't you don't get fifty two towels anymore for for your wedding. You get one really nice, you know, hand embroidered mm-hmm. shower cap. I don't know, <laughs> but it's actually harder to. To uh, shop mom and pop anymore, it really is. There's there's just not that many around, and the ones that are, are prohibitively are, expensive. They're really expensive. Which I get. I mean, they have to. Same model that Hobby Lobby uses and everything else. No, they're not turning volume. They're not turning volume because they can't. They can't. Especially when they're like homemade things. Like how how many necklaces can Jenny make in a weekend? You know, that's that's the business model. Is how quickly. Can they produce the thing they produce? And that's why they're more expensive, because there's more work put into them. You're not yeah. having, like, <coughs> foreign sweatshops right. turning out, you know, 8,000 iPhones. You have mm-hmm. Joe with a soldering iron making one. Making one iPhone. You know, that's the difference. That'd be so great. But it's steampunk. I would love if it they It looks amazing, it. and it works. So, right. Like, from the ground up, do you think somebody, like... In the state of Michigan, could just start making phones from scratch. I or, don't think you can. Or it would be like everybody who's suddenly become a designer. No, I don't think where so. Where they buy T-shirts and, and print logos on them. But the, re- the reason that you yeah. can't do that, though, is uh, is parts availability. Right. I mean, like you can't just you can't go, you can't buy one you can't buy one screen. Right. right. You have to buy bulk screens. So you got to buy twenty thousand well, of them. But still, on this model, all you're doing is assembling them yourself. Like, no one's producing anything themselves. Everyone just goes online, buys the parts to a phone, assembles Oh, then, yeah, themselves. absolutely. I guarantee, you that, I, I guarantee you somebody is doing that. Right. But they can't produce them themselves. Because it's so expensive nowadays to actually start producing something. Right. And then to scale up you sustainably. Just, I mean, look at all the problems that Tesla's had with you just can't you know, expanding their production capacity. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and he he and jumped in yeah, and, with and Elon Musk got billions and billions of dollars. Yeah, from what did he what did he make PayPal? PayPal. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so he has billions of dollars, 
and he even had trouble. So us Joes would have to get some kind of loan for almost $100,000 just to get the space and the equipment to make these things. Well, to assemble them. To assemble them. And mm. nobody's going to give you that loan. Yeah, plus you're not going to be able to hire staff and pay them in time to start realizing profits from the sales. So you have to finance your operation, and then you're, and then you're carrying a debt burden that's unrealistic. Right. And that's why capitalism is kind of dead. Because you can't do what our forefathers were able to do no. and start up cheap. You can't do that anymore. And nobody, banks and, won't and, give you a loan if you don't I don't care money. what anybody said. Nobody, no, nobody becomes a millionaire based on hard work. No. no. It's just not possible. Not anymore. Not anymore, no. <clears throat> can't be done. Got to win the lotto for that. You, so you need money. In order to do that, you have to play the lotto, though, yeah. which is always my problem. Yeah, you need money yeah, but to I'd make play. money. I don't, and I still, and I'm still pissed off. I haven't won yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have a right to be bad then. <coughs> I play once a year. Once a year? Yeah. <clears throat> hey, all it takes is once. Right. My my odds aren't significantly if, worse than yours. If you're gonna, it, yeah. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, if, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. I mean, that's kind of my my point. It's like it's just what it is. It's just it's the the Willy Wonka. Yeah. Like I'm gonna yeah. find a ticket in a in a gutter. Right? You're only going to find the one <laughs> ticket. He only got the one chocolate bar, right? And he won. Yeah, three. Three chocolate bars. Well, two were the wrong kind. Oh, okay. No, two were just weren't winners. Well, one wasn't a winner. One was the wrong kind, and then the one... He won, yes. Still, but did though. he really win? Because in the end, doesn't he go insane? No, what? Maybe in the books. I didn't read the book. I didn't read the book. Did you read the book, Ken? Well, the did you read Roald Dahl? If he becomes Willy Wonka, who is clearly unstable, then yeah, he probably does. But it's a happy one. It's a happy insanity. A happy insanity. That's because that's because of the diabetes <laughs> affected his brain. Yeah. So Bed Bath and Beyond. Plus the you know the existential guilt oh, of we go owning those slaves for so long. <laughs> oh, the short people. The, the Oompa Loompas. Loompas. Yeah, those guys. Yeah. The short yeah. people. Right. Not every short person is an Oompa Loompa. I was but every, but every Oompa Loompa is, is a short person. <laughs> so I was correct then, right? <laughs> and maybe they don't like being called Oompa Loompas. That's their names. Oompa and Loompa? Yeah, Joe Oompa and Bob Loompa. I don't know how they go. I don't know how they name these things. Yeah, what is their things. native tongue? Because it probably is an Oompa Loompa. No, that's probably like some crappy, like, like super racist, racist name. Yeah. That Willy Wonka is like, aren't you a cute Oompa Loompa? You know, and then right. he's like, that's a great name for these things. And then he caged them and took them to his. Uh... Or it turns out they're not even smart. They look like people. They can sing. They're actually not very smart at all. All they can do is sing. They, they're is that why really the, is like... that why the factory was having such difficulties? Yeah, it's like trained monkeys. It's they're they you are so convinced that they have faces and they're people, but they're not. They're like little monkeys. And train them and pay them in peanuts, and they're su- happy. That sounds super racist. No, they're not people. They're not speciesist. Maybe. That's what racists think. <laughs> they're yeah. not people. Yeah, they're monkeys. I've heard. I've heard this argument before. <laughs> Anyways, let's get off the subject. But literally, they're from the lemur family. How do you they're know they're from the lemur family? You didn't read the other diatribe. Uh, the the history of the the. No. I'm making that up. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're full of shit. Is what? Uh, what the hell? <laughs> Lemurs. So why? So 
let's sidebar for just a second while we're on this topic. Of we are sidebarring. <laughs> we're we're going to... We're going to sidebar off the sidebar. sidebar. Oh, we're going to yeah. double sidebar? Yeah. Sidebarception. Oh, hold on. Oh, we're holding on. And our double sidebar. Is the top still spinning? In our in our sidebarception? No. Well, ooh. Are we back in reality? We don't That's know. That's what that means. We went too far. We went too far. All right, so here are how five candy bars got their names. Oh, we're back to the candy bars. Okay. Tell me how Baby, Baby Ruth. Ruth? Nope. So. Damn. Right. Well, from the ball player, right? I don't think it is. No? Mm-mm. So what I'm going to do... <clears throat> Maybe it is. So do you want me to tell you the name and then you guys come up with how you think it got the name? Or do you want me to read how it got the name and then you guys guess what it is? Ooh. Let's guess. You want to guess? Let's yeah. guess. All right. For most chocolate bars, there's some clue to where the name comes from. And if there isn't, you can normally work it out. But for this candy, the name is shrouded in mystery in much the same way its bars are shrouded in chocolate. That could be any one of them. Mm-hmm. This product originated in the UK in 1967, and an early campaign Relatively ad new. in Britain and the US emphasized the word mix. So it might be that this candy is a. I have no idea what this word is. P O R T M A N T E A U. P O R T. Portmanteau. There you go. Of two words. All right, so there's two words in it. Refer- and it's from the UK. Referring. Oops. One word. It's mashed together. Oh. Like glamping. To oh, its pair of bars and mixture of ingredients. It's a pair of Twix. bars. Twix. Is it Twix? Yeah. It is Pair Twix. of bars gave it away. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's a mix of twins. Twin, mix, or oh. twin and sticks, actually, is how okay. it Twin, sticks, name. Twix. Twix. I get it. But you mm-hmm. got to say it's like your English. Betwixt still. Betwixt, right. I was going to say. So are you a left Twix? So they're, they're branding commercials now are whether or not you are a right Twix or a left Twix. Right. But the question is, is... Why does everybody have... Why are we always trying to divide people? That's all right. we do is we divide things. Bring them together. Well, that's how we divided the country. Oh, wait. Wait, no, we didn't divide the country. But this is my question, though. It depends, because if you face the bar one way to you, and then you just turn around 180 degrees, they switch sides. Yeah. The right becomes the left, and the left becomes the right. right. We need to bring people together. And so Twix needs to get up with the Kit Kats and do, like, ones where you break them apart, because they all come together. No, mm. it's, it's a, not left right, top or bottom. But you're still breaking it side. apart. It's a top or bottom. They should make one big bar of Twix. Just a like Twix one. bar. Like a plate. You mean of Twix, just like one. a Twix? No, like, no, like, like it's just a bigger bar, right? They do, they, they do have bigger Twix. They're called Twix Wide or something. Oh, I've never seen one of these things. No. Twide. Twide. <laughs> I like Twide better than Twide would be better. Twide Twixes. Twide. Two Twide. Yeah, they're, they're, they're actually giant. They're like this big. So this big is. That's not that big. Three inches. <laughs> That's about an inch and a half. Well, he's used to that being big. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, man, it's you, all relative. When you go from a quarter inch to an inch and a half, it's a big difference. It sure is. It sure is, Jonathan. It's I wouldn't funny. know. <laughs> it sure is, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's wow. the next? What's the next uh, bar on the on the list? Introduced in 1930, this candy bar was Mars's follow-up to the Milky Way. Franklin Myers named the confection after his wife's favorite racehorse. Unfortunately, the horse died two months before the product came to market. 
So it's Mars. What's the other one that's not Milky Way? Three Musketeers? No. The the fluffy oh, nougat? There is a Mars bar. Three Musketeers. There is a Mars Snickers? bar. Is that still Mars? It is. Snickers. Snickers. Horses it. Snickers. It's got to be Snickers. Snickers. And it is Snickers. Snickers bars are great. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a no. fan of Snickers. I like Snickers are disappointing. I, I do like the peanut butter. I like the almond Snickers because the they don't almond, make Mars bars anymore. I'm sorry. I like the, I like the almond. I like the almond Snickers. I I can't. I'm not supposed to eat chocolate. <laughs> He's allergic to chocolate. We we all know this. This is well documented. But, well, not on the podcast. It's not. But well, a couple times. But I take the hit for the almond butter Snickers because those are so very good. I wish they would do them in dark chocolate though. I don't like milk chocolate. I don't like dark chocolate. Maybe maybe milk chocolate doesn't like you. Yeah. You ever like, think about that? Like chocolate no, doesn't like me. You only think about yourself. Hey, I bought you some white chocolate like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And it worked. I was able to eat that. <laughs> and that is how white chocolate goes, is I was able to eat that. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's not, it was wonderful. <laughs> I enjoyed oh, it. Oh, I love white chocolate. No, <laughs> nobody, I was able to eat that. Nobody loves white chocolate. I was able to. There were white that. chocolate Reese cups. They well, were. What is it uh, Wanda Sykes says? It tastes like necessity. It it's like, well, you got to eat. <laughs> All right, number three. Introduced in 1923, this candy bar was both inspired by and named after a popular malted shake of the era. The intention was that the bar, the first ever filled chocolate bar, would replicate the flavors and experience of drinking the similarly named milkshake. Mm. Which which one this has a malted flavor? Ricky. Oh, it's obviously Mr. Goodbar. <laughs> well, like Whoppers is the only malted anything. Yeah, but yeah, it but just tastes a, like a milkshake. Not a bar, like a... Yeah, Whopper right. isn't a bar. If it's a Whopper, that's a See, cheat. See, but Jonathan's we're smirking, like Charleston which Chew? sounds like we're talking ourselves out of the right answer. Yeah, yeah, Whopper's, yeah. final answer. No, 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 no. no. It's, it's, it's milkshake, not malt. Not malt shake. Well, he's milkshake. It brought all the boys to the yard, hmm. famously. And it's not a Three Musketeers. Camden Yard. It's or not a it? Three Musketeers. Or I already made my guess. Was there, yeah, three, mus- Pete. Was Pete. there a three Musketeers mixtape? Do what? Say it. No, I don't think it's right. What about Charleston Chew? That's filled. <coughs> They've been around that long? Yeah, I bet. I mean, it's called the Charleston Chew, Ken. But I don't think the Charleston was a milkshake. I don't know. I wasn't around then to know that. I'm going to go with... What you uh, call it? Yeah. I keep waiting for that one to come up. It's not going to. Shoot. I don't know what to call this. Yeah. I don't, that's, I don't know that's what the this is. That's the story of the Witch McCullough. Yeah. Thousand grand. There's a marketing know. meeting gone wrong. Of like, hundred grand. Hundred grand. Is it thousand? Hundred grand. Hundred grand. Which is also not the answer, by the way. No. It can't be the Milky Probably Way. Probably not Clark Bar. That is actually the correct answer. The Milky Way? The Milky Way was the first ever filled oh, chocolate bar. Milkshake, it's got the thing. Milky, Milky Way. And See, here I thought stars. Yep. Do they, they used to spell it Huey? Huey. Nope, W-A-Y. Yeah, Milky Way. Milky Way. They had a Milky Way before they had Three Musketeers? Apparently so. Maybe. Because basically the Three Musketeers is just a Milky Way without caramel in it. No, no, that, no that's way fluff. It's, no, it's way not. Fluffy. Three, three Musketeers is, is more fluffy for sure. I don't know. Yeah, because there's no caramel. Right. Well, it's more of a moose. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. not a moose. That's like the farthest thing. It's from a moose. It's just a decent moose. 
No, it's not. It's got it's antlers. A it's a terrible moose. It does not make the boy moose go, wah. <laughs> All right, what's the next one? Hold on, I'm trying to find out what the actual difference between these two are. Oh, it's so much fluffier, dude. You're full of I crap. know, it's... It's, I always, it's totally I different. always thought it was just a Milky Way. Yeah, it's like this. Yeah, this is this is a Milky Way for people who don't like caramel. Because it's by the same company, right? Like they're gonna have a whole different production line. Yeah, for yes. fluff, it's just different package. No, it's totally different. Mm. You're totally different. We need to dissect several candy bars. Like take like three. Go get some Milky three Ways. Milky Ways. <clears throat> cut them apart to their thickness. Send curves. the three Musketeers to go get one Three Musketeer, one Milky Way. Get one of even you send her and watch her laugh in your right. and an almond butter Snickers for me. <laughs> and <I'm> just, <laughs> it's not part of the thing, but we do need one of those. <laughs> yes. All right, number two. First sold in 1908, this candy is a combination of milk chocolate, nougat, almonds, and honey, shaped to resemble the Matterhorn Mountain, or depending on which version of the story you believe in, a pyramid of dancers from the show of the Follies. Burgers Calibrate Hall. So Follies. And we're talking about a, a Toblerone. That is yeah, correct. Toblerone. The traveler's chocolate of choice. Because you only ever buy those in an airport. Is that true? Have you ever bought one It's the only candy airport? they sell in an airport. Right? Is Toblerone? Yeah. That's it's, it. it's a, yeah, it's like one of, it's a, there was a UN resolution a couple of years ago. Like, mm-hmm. Demanded by the U.S. by the by the uh, the U.N. Court of Human Rights, you have to have only Toblerone bars for sale in airports. No, I like Toblerone. I mean, I haven't had one forever, but the large, the largely meaningless name takes a little more sense when you realize that it was manufactured by Swiss chocolatier Theodore Tobler. Its full name is a is that the same word from earlier. Portmanteau. Or Tobler's surname in the Italian is Torone. Which is a type of nougat containing honey, sugar, and nuts that forms the inspiration for the bar itself. Hmm. Nice. You know what I also miss? Rolos. Do oh, the, I don't. I dug me some Rolos. I get. I like. You don't like I like Rolos? a stork chocolate reason every once in a while. I I used to love Rolos when I liked milk chocolate, and who doesn't like caramel? But like, uh, this is the time of year, right, for for pretzels and Rolos, where you like bake them and they just get all smooshed together. Yes, this is the time of year for that. You can make little uh, little uh, a reindeer out of it. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, those are good. <coughs> Sorry, my brother finally just got into a room at the hospital. He's been there for um, two days. Say what now? Officially forty, yeah, forty-eight hours now. Almost forty-eight hours. He's been in the emer- forty-six emergency hours emergency for forty-eight hours. Which hospital? Hurley. Hmm. Sounds about right. Yeah, forty-six hours in the emergency room. Okay, but he was being cared for that. Oh time. yeah, he yeah. Like in he, the waiting. He wasn't room. waiting. He no. was just laying on a gurney in the hallway. Okay. <laughs> Actually, he was in a cot in the hallway for a while. That took twenty-four hours almost. He was laying oh. on a cot for a day. Yeah, almost. That's bullshit. With a tube sticking out of his side. Oh, wow. My word. Yeah. Come on, Hurley. That guy wouldn't have socialized medicine like those third-world countries. <laughs> Last but not least, this bar first produced in nineteen thirty-five as. Rotwin's Chocolate Crisp. It received its modern name in 1937, just two years later. Kit Kat. There you go. I was going to say Crackle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. Nestle Crunch. Uh, when it began to be marketed as the Kit Kat Chocolate Crisp, 
Uh, frustratingly, no one can confirm where its name came from, though it is widely believed to be a reference to the famous Kit Kat Club, a 1920s jazz nightclub in London's West oh. End, which was for a long time one of the city's most popular venues. Hmm. It was very burlesque. So you make a, a chocolate, it has a terrible name, and then someone is like, hey, what about that club downtown? <laughs> Let's name it after that. Let's just steal their intellectual property and name it ours. Because apparently in the 30s you could do that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like right now, if we went to Studio 54 Bar or something, that their organization would certainly sue us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Huh. We were much less litigious back in those days. Way, way to dodge that one, Kit Kat. Plus, you know... Just getting some free bootleg alcohol, and they'd be like, "Okay, no problem. Thanks, Mister." <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what they'd sound like. Exactly too. what would happen. <laughs> Thanks, guy. That <laughs> took a turn way far left. <laughs> so the mar the the three Mugasir bar is a lighter way to enjoy chocolate, and is a it actually says itself it is a fluffier chocolate bar. Oh well, yeah. Okay, the self-proclaimed. Right. I totally believe it. Fluffier it's, than it's like a it's like a what? fluffier chocolate whip. Yeah, I would say it's more like a whip. It's more it's like a, a cool whip. It's a whip. It's cool whip. It's cool whip. Say cool. Cool. Say whip. Whip. Say cool whip. Cool whip. <laughs> you guys are both bastards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the so, three bastard here coated bastards with bastard filling. With, yes. a, with a side of bastard sauce for dipping. So they're very, they're very, very Let's close. I would say, bar. between the two of them, but there definitely is a difference okay. in the nougat. So what would I be, cannot begin to describe to you how much I do not care about that. <laughs> what would be the makeup of the bastard coated bastards with bastard filling? Candy bar. The Vlix podcast. I think no. I, I feel like it would be like a Holland cream flavored nougat, as though you were making like a Long John ho- a donut. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so that's the bastard. <laughs> it's actually okay. custard. Uh huh. Yeah. But that's the bastard filling. Mm, yeah. Okay. okay. So what's the bastard? The meat? What's the meat of this thing? Yeah. What wraps the around the filling? What's the bastard part of it? Is it like some kind of peanutty thing? Hmm. Is it a nut peanut-y? at all? Peanutty? No. Or is it something just? Oh no! What have to? Yeah, yeah, but it would be like 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 uh, crushed peanuts. Yeah, I was just gonna say it's got to be crushed peanuts. Like, like, yeah, yeah, like little peanut, like chopped peanuts around mm-hmm. a cream, a cream center. It would have to be chocolate wrapped mm-hmm. in chocolate. Because you're then you're a because you, 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 you got the caramel or, or you got the you got the you got the, you got the custard flavored nougat, right? And then you got something there like uh, maybe some caramel. Okay, caramel could work, and then nuts, and then then that's all coated in chocolate. Okay, so that's the bastard covered bastard with bastard filling. Yes. Okay. But I was thinking we'd like go down the list of deadly nut allergies, and that would be like what's in it. Well, we can mix those nuts as as the as the nut layer. Right. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be so, one. Like nut. running through the custard is like you know. Like yeah, I think I almonds think or something. The the whole thing should be deadly to at least ten percent of the population. Like, <laughs> you, have you tried that. one of those bastards and sprinkled with like latex for no particular reason? That's me. Like, it comes in, no, it comes in a little latex bag. Yeah, it's just it's just for like everybody who is not allergic to absolutely anything. Yeah. And there's like acetaminophen in there. Like it's it's just goes down the list. <coughs> it's just everything in there. It is, yeah. Yeah. It will kill you. But, a dose of codeine. I mean. <laughs> That would be so great. 
What would you call like, the bastard then? What dosage mm-hmm. of, of drugs can we sneak into this thing? I don't know, quite a few. Ask Coke. How do they got Coke in there? We had an interesting right, conversation, I mean, an interesting conversation today about uh, vaping and the stuff that they've been able to sneak into the vape because it's, it's unregulated. Yeah, it's completely right. unregulated. Yeah. Which is why they're having the issues that they are. That's right. Because a lot of it's snake oil. Probably right. literally. Well, so one friend that I have that was that vapes um, was telling me why it's okay for him to vape. Um, and that the ones that oh, are deadly, he? well, because the deadly ones are people that are, I think, vitamin E or something he was saying they're putting in that, like cutting it. And uh, whatever the substance is, is, behaves kind of like wax. So it's in there, it gets vaporized, goes into your lungs, and then recondenses. And so that's the thing that's sitting in your lungs, so you've just got some, I feel like he some version of a chemical wax. made that shit up. I, that's, I don't trust the whole vaporizing process. That's why I don't feel like any of that stuff is good because what what happens when you vaporize any number of minerals yeah, does he foods? read this in an article that was put out in jewel monthly i mean <laughs> well out of I mean, curiosity yeah i don't know i mean like, that's, that's where at least that's what he was saying the deaths were from but like all of the other random well, they health problems was they is that what the deaths they, they, they named it it Did has it? a name now oh and it's not stupid kid syndrome a lot of it came from reason. the THC that they were trying yeah, to Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot. I know a lot more people have died from the THC um, cartridges than, than, than non-THC. Because it's so, unregulated, and these people are doing whatever they want. So, wait, wait, wait. They're this finally... is capitalism. Vaping is capitalism right now. It's completely unregulated. They're putting anything they want in there. Sure. Or, or conspiracy theory just popped into my head. Um, one of the big pros for marijuana has been that there are no deaths from it. So now they've created a way to kill people with THC, or even in quotes, just to, to blame that on there, so they can pin deaths to THC or, and marijuana to try and or this has all push been, down or and Or this has all it. been ginned up by the tobacco industry because vaping is advertised as a safer alternative to smoking. Right, and which is, is weird. a safer alternative. Why aren't they just jumping on board and... Making cartridges like crazy. Philip Morris is. Philip Morris is going right. to cut they're down just the behind. amount of cigarettes. They're just behind. Oh, so they're not even trying to stop it. They're, so they're just the, trying to catch they're, up. Yeah, they're, 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 they're trying they're, to catch up. They're the Borders books of, of, of the vaping world. Thank you. Yes, they're, yeah. the, they're the Borders books. We'll be the last ones to market. But all the other companies aren't even trying. Like, they're just going to still make cigarettes. Right. But Philip Morris... And do everything they can to get, uh, get vaping outlawed. Yes. In the meantime. But right. but they've been losing this fight for a long, long time. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Here's here's the thing. Don't put something in your lungs that's not supposed to be there, regardless of what it right? is. That's a unique idea. There needs to be so, more education. Like, what, do they skip over this in biology class? I don't know. So to go with that, so one of my friends the other day posted a story about why they're trying to come up with all these different bannings for the vaping, right? And have you guys heard about the heat not burn or heated tobacco products are electrical devices unlike e-cigarettes that actually contain tobacco leaf and heat it to a higher temperature without setting it alight yep so that's actually getting ready to roll out so that's why so apparently with the article he posted said and i just kind of skimmed it because i really didn't care but apparently it's the tobacco industry is pushing for these regulations on the vaping products so that when they roll this stuff out they can just roll it over Right, so it's not technically being vaporized. It's being, what's the term for for? It's just being into a high enough temperature that. I thought that was still vaporizing. 
Because there used to be, you'd get pot and you'd put it in a thing and it'd fill up a balloon. And I thought everyone called that vaporizing the pot. Like, oh, it heats it up without burning it so you don't get the chemicals, you just get the THC. Like, that's old hat. That's 10, 15 years old. And I, I thought know, they called it for, vaporizing I, I, I've, I've, been waiting, I've, I've been waiting 20 years for them to come out with something, with something like a water bong for, for tobacco. Well, they, you, you could just smoke that. Yeah, but it's not as much fun. Oh, well. It's because it's tobacco. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, a, it's an ugly high. I don't know if anybody's ever tried to start smoking cigarettes and failed, but you've, you've definitely tasted that terrible cigarette high, which I just cannot wrap my head around people who are like, I need this all the time. It's because they're addicted. That's, That's uh, not a choice. Works. It's a lack of options. Yes, <laughs> but man, I bought my a pack when I was working third shift at 7-Eleven, and I tried real hard to start smoking cigarettes, and it just was awful. Just so you could get more breaks? Like every... Kind like, of. Why am I stuck inside working? I kept having, you know, like five, ten minutes to kill at school or something. And it's like, boy, those guys seem like they have something to do right now. Like, maybe I'll give that a shot. Nope. Yeah, it's, yeah. tried. It's a horrible. It's the, I, like, and I've done drugs. <laughs> like, cigarettes were awful. I don't know why anyone did it twice. My, uh, my mom, you know, she, uh, she, she was a drinker. Raging alcoholic for most of the Reagan administration. And uh, she quit cold turkey. Just stopped drinking one day. Like, forever. Wow. That's hard to do. And she still couldn't quit smoking. Right. That's mm-hmm. harder. She yeah. never pulled it off. She was never able to quit smoking? No. Even when the doctor told her, you have to quit smoking or you will die, she died. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah? Hold my beer. <laughs> but mom, you stopped drinking. Whatever. <laughs> took everything away from me. Give me this. Like that, that's not verbatim. You're literally going to die, Mom. Well. Wow. Is that a Brokeback Mountain like, point there where you just can't, can't quit you? Pretty much. <laughs> at least you laughed at it, Dayton. Thanks, Dayton. I just got this mental commentary image. on the yeah. uh, nature of addiction. Uh-huh. Just... Sitting out in the cold, right? Pack of whispering sweet nothings to your cigarette. I just can't quit you, and you crush you're them. The, you're the only one who understands me. <laughs> there are people who do this, probably. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Oh, are. I have no doubt. I mean, I do that with my picture of Pete every night. Yeah, I do that picture. My picture of Pete every night. <laughs> right, it's not even a mirror. I just assume it's in Jabo's. I just assume it's in Jabo's closet, where he's got you know opens up. To, he's got like a little. Candles burning in a little little peach yeah. shrine. It's like a mine is like a framed body shot. Yeah, like it's signed. Like Lost it, Pete. Signed like piece by of, me. Pieces yeah. of his hair with a little kiss and lipstick. What? What? Yes. Yeah, two Pete. Where do you think Pete. all the hair on top went? I just think he's been shedding it over the year. Oh, been, I said he's yeah, been collecting hard. it up. Yeah, well, I just vacuum it up and he's like he uses it. to make a voodoo doll. I shed hard. That's why my back's been hurting. Yeah. Anyways, I'm what just, are we? I'm fine. Just lay off the knees. Wait, once should in we a start while. this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> we have started it. Yeah. Welcome to the Vlix podcast, everybody. After our first hey half guys, on, just what's well, happening? I guess we'll do the introductions real quick. Um, I'm here with Danon. That's me. Ken. Yo. Jonathan. I'm not really here. And me, Pete. And and you, Pete. And me, Pete. So when we come back, <laughs> when we come back, what are we gonna talk about? The origins of ass load and butt load. I'm all for it. Hmm. A load of ass. 
Hmm. When we come back. So while we were on break, we found out that there was a uh, metric assload of apples stolen from a local orchard. A buttload. A metric butt ton. It's a lot of apples. 7,000 pounds. I was just going to say, I was going to say, Ken, how many pounds of apples? 7,000 pounds of apples stolen over the course of four days. Off of trees. Off of, off of, off of trees. Five acres worth of trees. Five acres. So some thieves went to one of our that's local some, that, orchards. That's, that's, that's an ass load of apples being stolen. It's an ass load of thieves. As a result of a buttload of work. <clears throat> so these words that we're using are actual real measurements. They are. In America, we like things big. We do like big things. Big cars. Big beverages. Big asses. Yeet. Big titties. Mm-hmm. Pete likes big dick. Yeah. Uh, big stores that like to stay open on Thanksgiving. Douchebags. Actually, a lot of stores this year are, are deciding to <clears throat> shut their doors on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah? <clears throat> yeah. We like things so big that people can buy big piles of big stuff all the time. Right, but we need a measurement for that. Well... We're so into the idea of more is more that we've built a delightfully colorful vocabulary around expressing an extremely large quantity of something. If you think about it, in our daily speech, we used to say things like an insane amount or a ridiculous quantity when the amount of something really blows our mind. We've got hella ginormous, crap load, shit ton, and various other words. But in, similar flavors. But what? in all reality, it started with a donkey. It always starts with a donkey. A donkey. A donkey started everything. A donkey. Once upon a time, an ass's load was, well, how much a donkey could carry. So it was an ass load was how much a donkey could carry, basically. Yep. The term was used in the Bible. According to the Annotation Bible of 1832... An ass load was almost equivalent to eight bushels. Ken, how, how, what's the equivalent of a bushel in, in pounds? In apples. I don't know. Come to think of it. Look what? it up. Come on, Google, tell us. Because we, we want to know specifically in American terms, because we don't use metric because we're dumb. <laughs> and we don't use bushels. Well, we do use bushels, but nobody really knows what that measurement is. So how many pounds is in a bushel? So one bushel is eight gallons. <laughs> so that's eight gallons of milk. Bushels of liquid measurement. Oh, bushels of liquid. I didn't know bushels of liquid measurement, because I always thought bushels of apples. You assume so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so bushels were how many gallons? Eight gallons. So that's uh, 64 gallons is how much an asshole is. <laughs> yes, because be, it would be eight bushels. Yeah, so 64 gallons of ass. So your ass could could carry 64 gallons of milk. Oh, an ass load, I get it. Yes. Because of donkeys. Because of donkeys. Welcome back, Danny. We started without you. I noticed. I looked looked over to my right and he wasn't there and I was like, eh. No, I'm sorry, how many, what did you say was how many gallons? 64 gallons was an ass load. If an ass load is eight bushels. One bushel is eight gallons. All right, Mm. so so a bushel weighs... Approximately 84 pounds. 84 pounds? Yeah. That's not how, how much. About how 90 much? pounds. A yeah. gallon weighs 8.6 pounds. 
Oh, okay. So 84 pounds. So an ass load is heavy. Yeah. So six... Or wouldn't it depend on what's inside of it? The density of the object? No, because poundage hmm. is poundage, dude. Well, gallons to pounds, it would depend on... You said, right. you said a gallon of milk weighs more than a gallon of water? Like a no, gallon the of mercury? the density of those two is the same, but a, a gallon of liquid, like aluminum magma. or magma. magma. Liquid hot magma. It's going to weigh a lot more than yes. a gallon full of feathers. I think they just assume that it's got to be water or something. Yeah, like probably. That. Yeah, it's something that's liquid. They probably have like a... Otherwise, they wouldn't be measured in right. gallons. If it was a meringue, it might be a little Like, bit you couldn't lighter. have a gallon right. of feathers. Like, if we had a gallon of Milky Way nougat versus a Ooh. gallon of Three Musketeer nougat, they're probably going to weigh a little differently. That's apparently what the scientists say. You don't think so? Mm. Dane mm. is not into science. Should we, should I, I bet it's the same nougat. They might whip it a little bit more. Put more air into it. Oh, that's what, yeah, that's what's It's different. fluffier. Okay, so, but it's the it same whip, thing. It whips the nougat. Did you, did you, say, you, you agree did it's you just the say same fluff. thing. It's the same thing. It's just fluffier. Okay, fluffier, but it's the same thing. It just gets whipped that's more. That's what we said. Yeah. Did we say that it's... Uh, it yeah. just gets whipped more, dude. It's a Milky Way without the stuff, and then, okay, whipped more. There you go. Yeah. That's so your answer. fluffier. That's what me and people said earlier. You guys yeah. disagreed with us. Welcome, okay. to, the, welcome well, to the right side of the world now. So, All right, fine. <laughs> Anyways. But it is the same thing. No, so alternatively. Yes. Alternatively. A peck is a unit of dry measurement. A peck? A yes. peck. It's a smaller Like pick to peck of peppers? Pick to peck of pickled peppers. Pick a peck of pickled peppers? Yeah. Pick a peck of pickled peppers. Okay. So how much is a peck? Five to six pounds. A peck is five to six pounds. Yes. So if you picked five to six pounds of pickled peppers, you'd have a decent amount of pickled peppers. That's a lot of pickled peppers. How do you get pickled peppers off the vine, though? They have to go through a processing. Right. Well, yeah. It's like, I think a more accurate question is how many, how many loaves would Rob Lowe rob if Rob Lowe could rob loaves? <laughs> <laughs> well, none around here because we don't have any loaves. Oh. Because it any... was a big spot. We also don't have Rob Lowe. We don't have That's any Rob Lowe. So it wait, works. Wait, don't worry. We still have a Lowe's in Lapeer. That's not around here. All right. Lapeer doesn't count. And there's White Lake, I think, too. Again. Yeah. Doesn't. Less counts. Lapeer going... is close enough to here. There's the one in, I here. think, New York State, so it's pretty. Yeah. It's <laughs> like no, right like around the corner. Yeah. In Jonathan's defense, Lapeer. There's one in Plano, only... Texas. <laughs> yeah. In Jonathan's defense, Lapeer is only half, half an hour. You're, you two are done. Not you. You're fine. Okay. Wait. No, no, you're done. <laughs> Anyways. So an ass load is how many pounds? Did we, did we decide this? At eight gallons, at 84 pounds. So 84 pounds a bushel. And eight bushels. So that's 84 times eight. What is that, like 640? Maybe. 672 pounds. Yeah, that was close. Would be an ass load. That's a heavy thing. So an ass load is a lot. An ass load's like just over a quarter ton. Yeah, so so if you say that uh, you got an ass load, you, you got an ass load. Right. Now, now, the butt load is the same thing. Just Which in, is also coincidentally like 112 pecks. What's that? Also 112 pecks. So an ass load would be 112 packs of of something dry. Okay, so so are you ready for a buttload? Give me a buttload. A buttload is 491 liters. Why is a buttload different than an ass load? 
That's how many a so, frat kid can uh, <laughs> butt chug. Butt chug? Yeah. It's an Expl- ass load. Explain It's a butt this. load. You've not heard of butt chugging? No. Dane is the king of butt chugging. Tell him what it is, Dane. Oh, that's it's so great. So it's where you take like a a beer bong, right? You turn, you turn the dude of upside down. Insert it into your mouth. You do a handstand and insert it into your anus, and then they pour the beer directly into your rectum, which apparently is better than drinking beer. It nearly kills you. It <laughs> damn nearly killed him. Rectum, damn near killed him. <laughs> rectum, it, but but it does. Is that where we get the word rectum you. from? Is that, that's rich. <laughs> My arrow was rectum. That's what we'll call this now. <laughs> it does nearly kill you though. Dana's almost died multiple so. times, especially well, when he uses a whole bottle of whiskey. I have been trying to to find the unicorn of the butt chug to chug. You got to go straight through the person to the next person. Right, who then chugs it out Wait, of your mouth. So we're doing a human centipede? Well, I've been trying. It's it's really kind of difficult to a get butt, through. There's a butt a, chug centipede? There's like a corner, I think, somewhere in the small intestine. It's really hard to get past. You Wait, see, so you're shoving this tube all the way through them? Well, no. I mean, you just have to like, like a, force what? that much beer wait, wait, wait. Is it like through a, a human body that it comes out the mouth. Is it like a garden hose where it has the little holes all throughout the tube? Yeah, that... I mean, you really have to go to a brewery where they have like the just the pure gallonage to try and attempt this. <laughs> There's only been three or four casualties so far. Only three or four, man. I, I he's, swear he's, this he's only done it more. three or four times. So. <laughs> <laughs> Out of one attempt, three or four casualties, huh? All right. So apparently, they find that the word "butt" is a unit of actual measurement. It's an outdated term referring to a large cask used for liquids. Again, with the liquids. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, measurement equivalent to 108 imperial gallons or 491 liters. Hmm. What's the difference between imperial gallons and regular gallons? Imper- regular gallons are imperial gallons. Oh. Yeah, I thought they were. I thought they were just like snooty and looked down on regular gallons. No, no, no. Yeah, we, you know how we don't like foreign ways here, but you know our entire system of measurement is built on, on the imperial system. Right. Question. So wait, does this say a butt load is bigger than an ass load? Well, how much does a liter weigh? I don't know. <laughs> well, y'all got your phones out. Well, you got a keyboard. You're literally typing on a computer right now. I am. <laughs> so, how much does a liter weigh? And then we multiply by four ninety one. So, what? Uh, side note. Interesting side note. When I was in sixth grade, uh-oh. uh oh, this was the year that uh, the mead, the, the mead five star stuff came out. Is this when you ate a buttload of paste? Yes. <clears throat> Um, but that's not what the story's about. Oh, okay. Um, there was a uh, I got I got a folder for my new fi- for my new five star okay. Velcro oh, congrats. notebook, and on the inside of the folder was a conversion chart. Ah, yeah, I remember those. Which converted the standard to the standard imperial to metric. Also, would uh, it also told you all of the random stuff like bushels, pecks, furlongs, oh yeah, I love those nautical ones. miles, like all of the weird random. Things. This thing was so cool. Yeah, I think I had awesome. it. I think I had it all the way through high school. I don't want to. I don't happen to it since then. But I, I, I kept that for a long time, just you know, for fun. It's handy. Fun, fun, random. Yeah. So, how many liters are in a in a buttload? Four hundred ninety-one. Four ninety-one. Okay. One thousand eight. One thousand eighty. One thousand eighty what? Pounds. So. So it's thousand, half a ton. 
A buttload is way bigger than an assload. So a buttload is bigger than an assload. You oh. would think the opposite. Right. I mean, it's it's pushing twice as much. There's there's two asses in a buttload, which I guess determines each cheek. Yeah. Is its own ass. The noble. But ass. one butt. But one butt. Yeah. How do? That's like weirdly accurate. I just thought it was funny. A desk of butter? Where are you getting these measurements? <laughs> <laughs> what would be a desk of butter? Let's make up this measurement now. What would be a desk of something? A desk of butter? I don't know. You're sitting at a desk. Is it how much butter you can fit it's into kind of a standard desk? Or how much butter it takes to carve a desk out of? It's kind of, it's kind of subjective because like, there are like four different sized desks in my house alone. Well, right. you have to come to a standard, standard unit of desk. So you have to pick one desk and go with it. It's like how they created the imperial system. I'm going to say a standard desk is two and a half feet by six feet by four feet. Okay, so then a desk of butter would be how much butter? Four, my, my desk is three feet. Okay, three feet. Perfect rectangle. Okay. Three by six. All right, three by six. So it would be how much butter covers the surface of a three by six desk. Covers or covers. makes up the entire thing. Or the volume of it. Right. Was, are we yeah. also going volume for up and down? Or displacement. Why would you have a desk Submerged if it was a two-dimensional measurement? That's a good point. So, yeah, you would have to, because desks are not two-dimensional. That's right. So you'd have to, like you said, fill the volume. Would, how much actual butter it takes to make a desk. That's right. Right, but do you cut out the leg parts where you would sit under the desk, or is it just the, the rectangle? Yeah, we're, we're also, we're, we'll assume it's a, sta- a standard executive dual pedestal desk with a, with, with a, with a knee well. Okay. And then, and then it's how much butter you make the desk, or how much butter fills the space the desk would sit hmm. or if you were going to carve the desk from if i was going to carve butter. the desk from a solid block of butter how much would be left over that's why you want to do this yeah. so that would be a desk of butter that or a, a desk, desk of, or a desk, a desk of, of butter yeah. or a desk mm-hmm. of chocolate chips or a desk of anything a desk of human flesh a desk of flesh right that's super weird yeah <laughs> also my thighs aren't big enough to to be as wide as a desk pedestal but you know Hmm. You'd Maybe, have to perhaps, that. perhaps my torso. <laughs> perhaps. 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 Where are we going to find a nearly identical Ken for the other side? I know. It's, that's the challenge, though. See, that's All the thing. Right. And then we'll just have a sheet of glass resting over the top of your heads for the top of the, gla- or the, the desk. Just two Kens waist up holding, holding up your sheet of glass for a desk. A desk that, of Kens. That actually might work. I think it could. No, that wouldn't be desk of Ken's. It would be a desk of Ken. Hmm. What if? Yeah, because what, what if it's... the other guy's name is Steve or something? Oh, uh, so what you're well, saying? No, we have to find a, no, a so, Ken. No, so we have to do cloning processing. We we'll have to clone Ken, age him, kill him now, age the other one to this age, and then kill that hey, one. Wait, if we're cloning, just clone two of them, so I can stick around and see this. Oh yeah, that's true. We yeah. could be, okay, <laughs> we, we could keep the original Ken. Theoretically, right. you know, it's the it's the third one that's gonna be the it's gonna be the degraded copy, like in multiplicity. So just make two of those. He's okay. retarded, and we'll be doing him a favor. Uh, the desk of the, the <laughs> we'll be doing him a favor by biogenetically engineering him, bringing him to life, and then murdering for him. for the sole purpose of being murdered and turned into a desk. <laughs> <laughs> for the desk of cat that's oh god, cat's this got this got this got dark so fast. It <laughs> usually does. There's yeah. something wrong with all of us. I it's love it that he needs to write us a thank you note for having been born and then murdered for furniture. <laughs> That's going to be my furniture store motto. But of course he can't because This wood was hard. murdered for your enjoyment. Well, you know. <laughs> That's what happens. I know. Ooh. That's going to be my look at, look, 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 at, look at rhinos, lions, 
tigers, bears. Bears oh my. Yeah, I'm like, why not? They're they're all born so that we can so that we can murder them for furniture. I thought about that as I was driving by the pig holler today. The pig holler. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the it comes down 69 towards Lansing. Oh, holler. Yeah. I thought yeah. you meant holler, like like the Sweet. yeah exactly like <laughs> like there was somebody hollering for pigs oh. on the side of the road. I'm like, we like a pig boy. Number one, we're in the city. Number two, it's kind of cold outside. And number three, but there ain't no baby, pigs Baby, it's around. cold outside. Oh, there was pigs on the highway today again. See, I thought it was like the apple orchard where you just go visit the pig holler and like pick a pig. That's pretty <laughs> oh, much what it is. Oh, because the pigs are down in the holler? Yeah, the pigs yeah. are down in the holler. You <laughs> pick is, one. That is pretty much how it is. They butcher it. Let's go pick your pig. Yeah. Some places. Yeah, it's like, it's, like, it's like going to Red Lobster mm-hmm. and picking up your lobster in the tank. Yeah. It's like, so great. And I then want the you take the leftovers one. home. They they like yeah, cut it then, all up yeah, for you. Yeah, but then your kid then your kid it. names them as soon as you get there, and you can't, you can't eat them. Well, then they they mount the head for you. They learn, they learn a, then they learn a valuable lesson. They do. <laughs> you know, you've condemned this to death. This is your fault. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> the first one you name gets killed, little Jimmy. Right. Oh no. But what about Mike? Do it to Julia. To Julia, not to me. <laughs> So uh, church leaders are going to try to attempt to urge the government to ban pointed kitchen knives. What? Ring, 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 ring. That can't be true. Is that like an onion story? No, dude. No. It's one of those things so they can have more gun laws. Or fewer gun laws because it, it, well, that's oh, just dude, the, the way Oh, dude, getting fewer gun laws. Oh, yeah? It's very are. exciting. We are going to be the Wild West officially. Yeah. Really? Yep. You're, they're, they're, they're There's going to be no difference between open carry and concealed carry. You can just... Strap on a gun if you feel like it. And go anywhere you want. You can go to... I think the only place that they're not allowing guns anymore is schools? And Why? government buildings. Why is it schools question mark? Because they might be. Because literally they're... Well, they can, like... We're going to be... Unless they expressly life. post a sign that says you cannot carry a gun here. Right. So everybody who wants to... <laughs> listen up, everybody. Can post a sign on their business... Yeah, so, side note, side note, you can't openly carry a gun in the state capitol where they pass these laws. Right. Right. They, Just so that everybody knows. Do they feel less That's safe kind of for ironic, some reason? Isn't it? Yeah, they think, is, it, is it too dangerous? Is that, the, is that what the problem is? You, I feel like it would safe. be... You feel less safe with no, those guns floating no, no, around no, there? No, no, There's good guys with guns. That's how, that's how we're all going to yeah. be safe. That's, no, that, that's why they're passing this. You know yeah. why? Because fear. Because they're afraid that criminals are taking these guns into these places, so why can't we too? It's because they're afraid. They fear for their lives in a school, in a church, in a bar, everywhere. They're just afraid. They're constantly scared. So they have to have their guns on them to protect them. Because everybody they don't know is a criminal. That's When the shooting starts, those people either A, freeze, or B, get shot because they're a gun. Because the cops don't know the difference between that guy with a gun and 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 the bad guy with the gun. Right. I, I'm just sorry, but I've met people, and I seriously do not want them all armed and in a Denny's when shit's going down, because all that's going to be is random gunfire. Nope, that's what they want. Well, I hope a thousand people die tomorrow, because that's what's going to happen. Like, the first time somebody pops one off in the Walmart grocery store, or in the parking lot, and nine other people return fire. Wait, that didn't happen in Texas with that one kid. He, you know, he shot that's, people. It's still a question well, I, that's still a question I have. Why didn't that happen in Texas? Well, where did that happen, anyways? Was it Texas? Didn't they return? Didn't somebody return fire though? 
No, he ran away. No, nobody returned fire. Nobody returned fire? Yeah, in the state of Texas. Nobody or returned you, fire. You're born, you come out of the womb, and they give you a gun in Texas. I mean, it's like... I, I thought it came with them. Huh? I thought they came with them. Like, they had to cut yeah. it off. Like, well, that's why most... Yeah, second section, most of the time the in Texas, is just gets the, the umbilical cord, and then, the, and then you squeeze the gun out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that, no, that's the bullets. <laughs> just pop, pop, <laughs> pop, <laughs> pop, <laughs> one after the other. Yeah. Right into the magazine. It's wrapped gently in the placenta, which is why it's so easily well, birthed. Well, that's like, you know, it's the, the the guns are made out of silver, so it really just comes out of their ass. Smack his uh, ass and give him a gun. Instead of the silver spoon like we all get up here, uh, they have the silver gun. Silver gun. Yeah. Is it like a cheap version of the man with the golden gun? Mm-hmm. Yeah, his, his gun well, takes two bullets to kill somebody, sense. not one. So... We started this with knives in the UK. Right. So, yeah, where, where stabbings, I think, are most, more likely to happen. Because they, well, they, they don't have guns. Because they don't have guns. Yeah. So, there's an 80%, there's been an 80%, 80% rise in knife crime since 2014. See, I don't like percentages, though. What are the hard numbers? Yeah, like, I don't have the hard numbers here. Yeah, like 80% rise. So, there were zero before, and then eight people have died since then? Like, right. Yes. There was two last year, and there's 10 this year. Ooh. Like, oh my God. <clears throat> Right, we should definitely stop the manufacture of kitchen knives. Who, were they going to come for your knives? Are we going to start that one? I'm just going to start buying axes. Oh, that one already happened. Yeah? Yeah, mm-hmm. they came for knives? Oh, yeah. When? Did, did people turn in their knives? 1745. Look it up. Really? I don't know if you're lying or not. He's good. I know. He's Ken. I know. And you don't expect it from him. From me, you, you, you <coughs> kind of see it coming. What, all your bullshit? Yeah. You do it so well, though. I try. You got to keep a straight face. That's the thing. <laughs> but I don't have dates. See, seventeen forty-five. All right, I'm going to read this real good... quick to you guys because it's kind of ridiculous. Historically, we needed a point on the end of our knife to pick up food because forks weren't invented. Now we only need the point to open packets when we can't be bothered to find the scissors. <laughs> a five-year study in Edinburgh found that of the sharp instruments used in homicides. Ninety-four percent were kitchen knives. Research demonstrates kitchen knives are used in a large percentage of homicides due to their availability and lethal nature. Criminologists have demonstrated that reducing availability in turn reduces crime. Hey, hey, Jabo. Okay. They're just gonna choose like a hammer. Will you open up that mm-hmm. uh, the the right hand drawer on that on that butter desk you're sitting at there and uh, get out the utility knife so I can stab Pete with it? Right. You know what? I'm not against this. If they're going to just make knives the same way, but round the tip a little bit, what difference does it make? Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm going to start killing people with axes. Yeah, axes. Uh, like I said, they're going to grab their hammer. Yeah, well, still, machetes. Not everybody has an axe in their kitchen, and usually you stab someone that you hate, which is probably someone you live so with. So instead of stabbing them, you just slash at them. Sure. Right. So the difference is... It can be more wounding, though. The difference is... More laceration. Between knives and guns puncture. is somebody's not running through a school stabbing 18 Stab. people with a knife to right. kill them. Yeah. And most of those people would live, and most people would run away, or just... Right, the guy would they, have to, they still have to no, catch you. No. See, this is where you make... We might as well allow cars, because cars kill more people than guns do. Right. Well, but it's not about killing people. We're not worried about whether or not people die. No, they really a, don't a care lot, about that. A lot more intelligent decisions about a lot of things if we actually cared whether or not people die. So they're actually really talking about this. 
in the UK in Rochester. They're Is having it, like meetings and everything about it. You don't even have to, to do a thing. You just talk to the knife manufacturer and he's like, hey, can you blunt that end? Like, hey, top chef, do you need the stabby part of the knife? No? Does it cut sushi just as well? Okay, great. Then yeah. that's, that's the knife. Can that knife do anything a vegetable peeler can't do in the kitchen? Right. Right. An installation of the Knife Angel sculpture <clears throat> will remain at Rochester Cathedral until the end of September. So far, more than 5,000 visitors to the monument have signed a book pledging not to carry knives. Well, to carry knives. See, and then, I don't like that either. The, the people who feel like they need to carry a knife everywhere. Like, I, I've seen them every once in a while stretch the need for a knife and bring it out whenever possible. But do you need a knife? There was always kids like that in school. Too. Oh, yeah, because it was cool yeah, it was, to yeah, have a yeah, weapon. And you always knew what those kids were going to grow up to be like. Mm-hmm. But I can't carry a samurai sword. Nope. Can't you? I don't think you can. I don't think you can. Like, I don't think you're allowed to carry a sword. Why wouldn't you be? I don't know. I just don't think you, I mean, you can carry a sword. Like, if I can carry, like, Renaissance if I can carry a gun vessel. anywhere I want. You should be able to carry a sword. It's le- arguably less deadly. And you should be able to have it duels. Be a pretty fair <laughs> argument. <laughs> Check hmm. to see if the swords are illegal to be carried in public. I guarantee you'll be stopped by a cop. You get looked at strangely. Mm. No, I'm white. Nobody's going to stop me for anything. <clears throat> yeah, well, same here. I'll be walking down the street with an, M- with an, with an AR-15. Nobody's going to stop me. Well, well, Ken carries a sword to the Renaissance Festival. Bladed weapons in most states where they are legal to carry are usually illegal if they are longer than five inches. So you can't right. even carry a sword. So I can carry an assault rifle wherever I want, but right. it's too dangerous to carry a katana. You could you could also put a bayonet on that assault rifle in as the long form as it, of a knife as long as it was less than five inches. Hmm. <laughs> That's when you when you think about it. So hey, it's here's my question: ridiculous. If you have a bayonet, if you have a, if a bayonet on the end of an assault rifle and you stab somebody, is that the knife killing somebody or the gun? Hmm. That's you. It's You're a, killing somebody. No no, but, no 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 no. But what? But how did I kill them? Did I stab them? You stabbed them yeah. with a gun or a knife. With a gun knife. Hmm. What is this, Final Fantasy VIII? Yes. That's kind of rad, though. It is kind of rad. So wait, wait, wait. What if, what if I have one if of those pistols? If the knife pistol... was longer than five inches and a gun... Yeah, what if I have one carry... of those pistol swords? Yeah. Like, technically, that's a gun. It's not a sword. It's a gun. It's, it's not, not a sword. sword. It's a gun. You can get away with carrying that. I want to open carry a gun sword. It's a gun. All you need is a permit... Oh, no, all you need is license, but no, wait, because Michigan legislature is going to get no, rid no. of that, too. No, no, if you don't you, need a license. No, you, you, don't, need, you don't need a license to open carry something. You don't? Right. No. No. Really? No. Yeah. Any, you need a license to conceal carry. You need, you need a license to conceal, which conceal, conceal carry never made any sense to me anyway. Because if, you, if, if, if there's a criminal lurking about, don't you want him to know you have a gun? Well, no, because then he shoots you first. Isn't that the whole first. point? Or he steals your gun. But no, if, if the presence of a gun is a deterrent against right. crime, don't you want people to, you know, would you want to advertise that you have the gun? How many guns are you allowed to carry? As much as you want. As many as you want. Because I want to do... If you have a donkey, it's an ass load. Yeah, you can carry a buttload of guns if you want. So, like, outside ankle holsters, hips, or like, thigh holsters, hip holsters... Cross shotguns in the back, right? And then like two little forearm guns. And don't forget the sh- don't forget the shoulder holster. Oh yeah, and the shoulder holsters. Like I just want to walk yeah. around for the rest Armed of my life to the teeth. To well, the teeth. Think like of uh, what's mid the... zombie and, 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 a, and a four and seven eighths inch knife blade. 
Think of Boondon Saints when they fight their the gunfight with their dad. Yeah. He had like what twelve? Something like yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's okay. Like we're gonna yep. say And he could have yep. cared more. The end of this like horribly violent revenge movie, like that attire is acceptable. It's acceptable for grocery shopping. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Just pushing my little trolley cart. Just wandering around the farmer's market. Yep. Hey guys. Oh, have you tried the, the new soups? Well, they have some wonderful fresh vegetables. Oh, I'm carrying thirteen. You guys have Fuji guns. apples in yet? <laughs> and then just walk outside. Can you fire a gun legally? Like you can have them, but you can't shoot them. Right. Okay. Because otherwise, those who can take my Fuji you apples outside in the parking lot. If you're throw scared for your life, shoot them. <laughs> what if I'm terrified of Fuji apples <laughs> and just start throwing up and skeet shooting in the parking lot? Whoa. Whoa. I, don't, I don't see that why didn't not. get better. You know it's going to it's going to happen. Well, yeah, that's why all those apples are gone. <laughs> that's it. It's the gun lobbies. <laughs> it's the gun lobbies. They sold the apples for apple shooting. Apple shooting because yeah. skeets are hard to create with their clay. I don't bob for apples. <laughs> that would be so great. When's the last time any of you have any of you ever bobbed for apples? I have. I have. I have also way back when. In like fifth a ho- grade, I think Halloween party around fifth grade. Did you get one? Yeah. Halloween parties back then were I actually I got one without fun, getting though. my nose wet. How did you get one without getting your nose wet? You gotta be, you gotta be quick. No, dude. You go in there like I a was, gator. You always have to, you have to pin it to the bottom of the bin, man. No way. Not if you're, you got. What kind of teeth do you have? Like rodent teeth. They're like super sharp. I keep them sharp. I chew on wires and stuff all the really? time. Really? Yeah. It didn't just like dip down. You'd have to be like mm-hmm. the flash. Yeah. Wow. Ken, did you or get you have a really apple? big mouth and a tiny apple. Or yeah, it floats weird and you just call it a, a, big, a mouth big mouth, tiny, tiny apple. Big mouth, <laughs> tiny <laughs> apple. <laughs> Jonathan, did you get yours? I actually got mine by the stub. Uh, did you, no, I pinned my shit. <laughs> right. I went right in, man. Right to the bottom. Right to the bottom, and I pinned that shit and came Go up. big or go home. That's right. If you're going to go, go all the way. He won his wings that night. <laughs> you you want to go as deep as possible. Yeah. It's, it's a good advice across the board. Go as deep as possible? Yeah. As deep as possible. That's yeah, where the best part is. Yeah, you know what? Is. Sometimes you can't pin it to the bottom, but you can, you can you know, wedge it against the side. Right. <laughs> so we got to do that, but, like, instead of water, it's all, like, whiskey or something. Oh, I couldn't do that. Just head down. Are we back to the butt thing with the whiskey now? Yeah. Well, Dana just wants to get that, that butt whiskey going again. Oh, yeah. Good old butt whiskey. Whiskey. Nobody makes whiskey. it like grandma. Oh, by the way, how'd your date go? Oh, yeah. What? You had Did a you have a date? You had a date. Yeah, you Saturday. bailed on the funeral because of the date. Oh, yeah. It went well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No, we're still talking. Okay. Did you guys work mm-hmm. out? Does that mean you guys are dating now? No, I'm still trying to figure out how to work that in there. When's the marriage? <laughs> how many dates have you been on? Well, three days after I'm dead. Uh, Four. Oh. You've been on four dates in two weeks? You haven't weeks? had sex yet? I didn't say that. Don't you? He doesn't have to say that on, on the air, Ken. Yeah, actually, she also listens to this. Yeah, so, plus, by the way, by the way, I know, right? four days. How crazy is that? That's, I'm, like, that's what I'm just saying. There shouldn't be a fifth date if you're... No, there can be a fifth date if Dana wants there to be a fifth date. Right? What if I'm waiting for marriage? That's right. Yeah. I'm not so you're waiting for You're death? not waiting for marriage. Don't even <laughs> lie about that. <laughs> oh, man. See, you just got him in trouble. He's you, not going to be in trouble. You know, you owe him, in trouble. You owe him one of each of those candy bars we talked about earlier. Right, send Kirby he's been, out. He's been, he's been a complete gentleman this whole time. Mostly. He's a kiss and don't tell kind of guy. Right. 
What's not to like about that? Okay, fair. If anything, I scored him points. I don't know. This person yeah. now hates me, but that's well, beside the point. I mean, most, most women do, so that's nothing new. I'll ask her. There you go. We'll see. So when we come back. Mm-hmm. What do you mean when we come back? Is she going to guest on the, on the podcast? She want to sit in? She said she was interested. So we won't, we won't interrogate her about you guys or anything like that, you know. No, like that'll that. be that'll be off subject. We will right. not talk about yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just get her perspective on some of our topics as a woman. We need that. We do. I think we need that fresh outlook. We do because uh, we're kind of. Uh, I I, 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 I actually have been wanting to talk about the Me Too movement too. Oh mm. well, we should talk about that. Not today. Not today. No, but I'd, I'd like to do an episode and get some female perspectives. Yeah, we need. Some, if we do that, we have to have fewer perspective. Obviously, perspective because we're the we're worst people to comment on that. Oh yeah, well, bunch of white guys. Well, he, we're, he yeah. is anyway. Right. What I do? What? What? What I do? What? What? In the butt butt. I was trying to find this. If I can find her name. Whose name? Dana's, what does it? Dana's it does, date. It doesn't matter. Leave it alone. You can't say it on the air, so why bother? Leave it alone. I don't say last names. No. No, you can't. You can't. We don't use last names on the show. We don't I'm, use names of people that... I'm not even know. comfortable using my real first name. Yeah. What, Patrick? <laughs> it's Ron. Right. I mean, other than the introductions that we do most episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most episodes. I think we've only been skipped it like twice. I call myself DJ Schnozberry or something. DJ Schnozberry. I'm going to start calling you that. Schnozberries taste like Schnozberries. That's true. I heard that somewhere. I think Dana told me. Speaking of her mm-hmm. doll. <laughs> so what are you looking for, Jonathan? Besides uh, Dana's date? You had something to say he's about that? No, he's still looking for the date. Yeah, oh, you said we had to come back. So I guess when we come back, you want to talk about the housing market? Oh, yeah. It's my favorite thing ever. Ken wants to talk about it. All right. So when we come back, we'll talk about the housing market and how there's a San Diego shed for rent. All right. A shed. shed. A shed. She shed. A she shed? Not a she shed. Burn down Cheryl, she shed. Maybe not, but it's a shed for rent. All right, we'll talk about it. As a house. Okay. When will you come back? In just a moment. P has to pee. <laughs> he's walking. <laughs> he's, he's, he's pee strutting to the bathroom as a chicken. <laughs> he's halfway there. Hat? If one of you wants that hat, I'm not going to be. He has shut the door. Mm. He is now taking little big pants off. It is a little big for me. Pete's got a fat head, though. <laughs> Pete's a big old fat head. Dang it. Pete has a fat head, he said. Dolphin fin. It doesn't no. have dolphin fins. No, it has in just place of pig its, hooves. Yeah, it has pig hooves, like malformed pig hooves and in it, place of its fins. It, but it's got the tail and the and the dorsal fin of a, of, of a dolphin. And it's covered in hair. Well, it's not covered in it. Like the, it's got the mangy, like kind of like from the neck up forward, kind of thing. Okay, uh-huh. but it has the head of a pig. It has the head of a pig. And it, and it can get around on land like a, at least as well as a no, seal. No, well, yeah, it, it's yeah, it's similar to a seal. Yeah, they a uh, clumpy they, seal. They're, they're water going animals. They right. breathe. I think it could go better almost. Um, with the hooves, to but kind they of don't scramble. come up. They, they don't like leave the water. They like to stay in the water. God, right. this thing's atrocious. But, yeah, but the, if it's the, the mating call. So, uh, its its scientific name is Paulfinus majesticus. And Paulfinus majesticus? Paulfinus majesticus. Why is it majestic? It doesn't sound majestic <laughs> at all. It and, sounds like a goddamn throw-up. And its, it's mating call is 
kill me. <laughs> it would have to be. And you're the sicko that would leave it alive just so you could throw apples at it when it's in your back pond. No, I tell, I tell you why the, you, the, I tell you why you keep the, the polfin around. It's because the polfin, uh, they eat geese. They eat geese. Yes. Geese are kind of dicks. They do, and that's why and that's why they eat them. They kill <laughs> they kill them mostly for sport. Well, they just leave the dead bodies. They they will they 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 will like you know four times out of five leaves a dead body. Occasionally they will eat one, but but geese are assholes and don't like them. Geese are total assholes, and they come up in your backyard. They live. They live. Polfins live primarily in the uh, in in the uh, in the rainforests, and the, and the tidal estuaries of, of of Equatorial Guinea. Okay. And uh, when 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 pregnant, they go out into the deeper water, because the schools are better there. <laughs> And either and and do whatever it is that you call giving birth with that monstrosity that you created. And they can, um, they can swim in fresh or salt water. They also like hot tubs. Fair. So the pond in your backyard, you have a couple polfins. Yes, um, and their only natural predator is the koala fent. Which is a koala elephant. It's a, yeah, it's, a, it's an elephant and a koala. Wait, but why do both of those vegetarians become meat eaters when they are mixed? Because they're getting some they deformity. They don't. No, no. The rage. They're not, they're not, they're not preyed upon. Like, it's, it's similar to the way the polfin stalks the goose. Oh, they just hate polfins. Oh. They... Like when the, when, when, the, when the koala fins come down to the, to the, to the river's edge to, to, to drink, mm-hmm. the polfins attack. So the koala fins uh, fight them off. I see. Now, now, what kind of meat are we getting out of these things? Is it tuna or is it like? Oh, it's not. Pork? You don't eat them. You don't. They're 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 similar. They're they're like the they're like um, carp. You don't want to eat them. The bottom feeders. They're, yeah, bottom, they're, they're, they're silty. They're, they're, they're the seagulls of the of the of the ocean going mammal. Still though, I mean, I imagine they get caught in a net every once in a while. Someone's tried to eat it. Yeah, it's like a, it it's like shark fin soup. Yeah, it, it, it's a it, it's a it's a fatty meat though. Oh, interesting. With an odd taste. Leaves an aftertaste. Which is why they're not popular like, game. That you can't ever get rid of. Right. It leaves a skunky aftertaste. Which yes. is why which is why they're not popular game fish. Are they fish? They you are fish. They're mammals. They're mammals. They're, yeah. Okay. Hmm. So they they they're milk to their <laughs> They're marsupials. Do they now. keep their young inside of them then? For, Do they have a, a time? No, they give they give birth to they give, they give birth to live young. But the koala fins are marsupials. No, no, they're not. No, interesting. Um, when uh, when the koala when when the polfin gives birth, similar to the way like suckerfish attach themselves, they that's how they nurse. They, they it's like through mm-hmm. osmosis through the skin. They, they attach themselves to the skin. Oh, so they attach themselves mm-hmm. to their children. Pretty no, their their children attach themselves to the adult. Oh, so okay, and then they just leech. The nutrients yes. to the skin. Yes. Do like some kind of fucked up osmosis. Yes. Okay, you've hmm. thought about this. Do they run lot. in packs? I'm not sure. I, the I'll wolf tell you. I'll tell you why in. I thought about this. Okay. Because uh, Danny uh, learned a valuable lesson about doing your proper research when she was instructed in school one day about the tree octopus. The tree octopus. Tree octopus. 
and it was a lesson about doing research. So we, uh, we eventually, her science teacher learned about the quali- about the, the existence of the polyphon. He was very fascinated by this creature. So he, they were doing, they were the, the class was assigned a project to learn about an animal. Okay. And Daniel was instructed that he could do that. She could do the polyphon. She could do the polyphon. She could. She could. That could be the focus of her project. She could do the. She could do this research project about the polyphon. But it wasn't. It's not a real animal. No, it's not. He just wanted to know more about it. He, yeah, he he said it was okay for her to to do, to do the polyphon as her project. Hmm, so did she come to you for the research? Uh, she did. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. As I'm a I'm a noted expert in the area of polyphonus majesticus. What grade did she get? Uh, she got an A on that project. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very good. Well, uh, how how did he even how did the teacher even know that this polyphon existed? We were talking. We talked about it to him about it at conferences because we made mention of the because uh, the 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 tree octopus story was right around conference time. So when we went to conferences, we were discussing you know the, that with her with him and how he she didn't really understand what it was a project, what the project was about, the target of the lesson, uh, and hence uh, I'm, I, we started talking about the polyphon. Oh, so somebody out there in the world knows as much about the polyphon as you. Theoretically, yes. Hmm. And now us. And has the actual only documentation of the polyphon. Oh, no, we have... She, oh, she got that paper back. Oh. <laughs> like, we have it. Okay. So one day there'll be a rogue wizard trying to save the world who's going to break into your house because they need the knowledge in that manuscript. Everybody needs the knowledge in that manuscript. Of the polyphon. I wish I had a manuscript. And the polyphon. You have many manuscripts. Well, I know, but I don't have like any worth stealing for magical purposes. Well, we need to make one then. All right. I like that project. There you go. Speaking of magical purposes, when are we going to do a D&D podcast? Ooh, D&D podcast. The fans podcast. are clamoring for magical it. Magical purpose. Clamoring for it. Ken still needs character. Um, I have character. <sighs> Is he done? Just about. It's a very compelling backstory. Right? Any that. middle school teacher has ever heard uh, that just about <laughs> the project has not been started. So as soon as that's no, done. No, no. The project is seriously probably about 80% done. Really? Yes. Ooh. Yeah, Which has been challenging. Say. Has it been challenging? Being that I know nothing about D&D. Well, so. Dana, could, uh, Dana came over and we knocked mine out in an hour. Yep. Over pizza. Over pizza. Luigi's. Mm-hmm. Luigi's Which Jonathan does not like. And I do Lu- like it when they make it right. So <laughs> Luigi. When they make it right. That last time I ordered it, we got it. Probably about a year ago. And it was wrong. It was completely wrong. The stuff that they were supposed to take off was the stuff that they only put on. <laughs> they got confused. So Jonathan, after a Paulton discussion, we were not we weren't actually supposed to talk about that. Big surprise. So uh what was next on the agenda, sir? I sent it to you. Oh, hmm. sent it to me. Was this one the housing market? Yeah. How how is uh buying a house right now? Buying a house right now, it's a seller's market right now, but it's starting to go back to a buyer's market. Oh well. Is it? That's what I heard on the radio. Hmm. All right. Let's see what we got here. <clears throat> this is what Jonathan sent me. A San Diego backyard shed is for rent. For one thousand fifty a month. One thousand fifty or one thousand five hundred. One thousand fifty a month. Uh-huh. 
If you're on the market to rent a home in San Diego, this backyard shed should be yours for a whopping $1,050 a month. The studio is located in the backyard of a home in the North Park neighborhood, which is one of the city's most walkable neighborhoods. <laughs> okay, Southern, walk Cali to the Southern California inside. being a pedestrian nirvana. Yeah. 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 Good but God, but no. that's the thing. So I feel like, because if you think about San Diego and how expensive things are out there, and San Francisco has just exploded, you can't, you can't, unless you're a multimillionaire, you can't really own a home no. in San Francisco. Or, or a serial killer. Or a serial killer. Right. Or New York or anything like that. And I feel like, I feel like, in some places, the market is outpricing itself. Yeah, I don't understand who, yeah. how there are that many people who can make that much money a month. Like, what are, what are, what are the wages in those places? For I don't know how that happens. Because, I mean... You're going to have to drive 30 miles from your suburban home to work at the grocery store and that's what some, an hour? That's what some of these people do in California. Like, they will drive an hour because they can't afford to live near their work. Especially yeah, like multiple hours. Three hours. Yeah, multiple hours. Three hours. God, can back you imagine? In the, back in the 90s, I remember seeing a story about this on 2020, about people work, commuting three hours one way to work. So, these places are so insane. So, that's like you live in Gaylord and work in Detroit. There are Pretty no much, places yeah. between... Gaylord and Detroit that you can find to live cheaper, like cheap enough to cut that down by an hour. Well, if you hours, have kids, you, then you're worried about the quality of the schools where you live. And, you know, there's a variety of other factors that work into it. But basically, yeah. Plus, traffic in Southern California is, notori is notoriously terrible. It's horrible. It's so bad. So, you know, you're stuck in a traffic jam for, you know, an hour. Right. Of that okay. Commute. So it's like you but live in still, Flint. But still, <laughs> situ same situation. Um, you know, you get up in the morning, you leave your house at 5 a.m. to get to work by 8. You work until 5. Then you, you work eight. extra because it's, you know, you, there's no point in getting on the expressway at 5 o'clock. Mm -hmm. So you wait till it le lessens up a little bit. So you leave at 6, and then you drive three hours home. And then you're three hours home, you get home at 9 o'clock. You sleep. You sleep, you get up in the morning, rinse and repeat. That's it. Most of them actually just sleep in their office if they're allowed to. Because why? why or in their car. Or in their car. So really, these businesses are losing out. They could go back to like the old days of corporations, rent you a room. Company towns, yeah. Company towns. Right. There's the company grocery store. They just take it all out of your check, give you $200 at the end of the week, the end of the month, or whatever after they've done, uh, they're done taking you for it. That doesn't sound too bad. Except for your kind of own. So like if you have a job, well, room, and board. Except you owed your soul to the company store. <coughs> Yeah, but you don't have to pay for gas. You you know you have a place to live. As yeah, long but as you have a job. In that situation, they can charge you whatever they want to for rent. Mm -hmm. You know the groceries are going to be marked up. Right. I mean, they're not doing this at cost. No. It's the company not for the is just making you. money off of you. Yeah, they're just like, basically. And, oh, you don't have enough money to pay? We'll just put that on your account. Yep, mm -hmm. And then you're stuck there forever. Right That's how they credit. get you. Because you, cause you, cause you owe them the money. So I, I guess I can say it both ways. Yeah. So you get fired from your good job and are now indebted and have to go break rocks or something for their other... Start, Breaking rocks in the hot they sun. They send yeah. you to Taiwan and you start putting together iPhones. Yep, that's what they do. Of course, you, it's easy to see both ways because literally there's only been one way this has ever worked and that's exactly how it goes down. <laughs> there's a reason we don't do that anymore. 
So whenever, and, which reminds me, the next time somebody questions the need for labor unions, right? There you go. Anyway, carry on. Anyway, so next paragraph says, while the rent seems outrageous to some, the asking price is three hundred dollars per month less than a typical studio in the area. So it's it's the best bet. Is there plumbing in that shed though? I know. The company renting out the property management doesn't expect to have an issue with the price, considering the former tenant paid eleven hundred a month for two years. Somebody lived in that shed. And paid eleven hundred a there, month. Is there plumbing? It doesn't say. I mean, seeing the picture, the size of that shed, there's space for a bed, a toilet, and a refrigerator if all of those things touched. Yeah, that's about it. Maybe a small desk. No. Not a butter that like maybe a lap desk when you're sitting on the bed. Yeah. Uh, or like one that folds down from the ceiling. See, if something. I was gonna do that, if I was if I was gonna be that guy who was leasing it out says, a it shed. It, has, it does say that it does have plumbing and air conditioner, stove, and small refrigerator. If I was gonna be the guy leasing out a shed But in it my doesn't backyard, have parking. I, of course not. It's street parking? Oh uh, hell no. Yeah, That's it, no. I'm done. I'm it's, out. It's metered out. street parking. <laughs> you, you just lose no matter what you do. Oh, it has a shower. Oh, it can have a futon. You could fit a small desk in here. Huh. Still, though. It does not have anywhere near a full-size refrigerator. But you're, but you're working 90 hours a week at Google, it has a party so you can't fridge. afford to do anything anyway. To do anything anyway. You yeah. don't have time to do anything else. You just sleep there. You just come home and do drugs and go to sleep. Yeah. That's... So what these people are paying to live in a shed is double my house payment. Right. Double my house payment. Like how how great is life out that there? That actually that that's worth. That actually doing? is my house payment. Right. That's your house payment, and it's double my house payment. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It it just blows my mind. <clears throat> yeah. Say what you want. Flint's not the worst place in the world. So oh no! Really not. You talking about dollar per square foot? The real estate values here cannot be beat. Nope. Not for long though, probably. You don't think mm-hmm. so? When the market corrects itself again, hey, we already own property, so will. I'm fine with that. Right. As it, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. As it will, it's not going to be great out there. But those of us poised to uh, to scoop up some properties. <laughs> Will uh, will fare pretty well. That's what I want to do. Yeah. He wants to be a landlord. He wants to be a slumlord. He wants to be a slumlord. Ooh. Like Joe Pesci. Yeah. Just like Joe Pesci. Just like Joe Pesci in the super. All right, so I got a funny story. Ready? You like haha funny or? I thought so. Prostitute calls cops after irate man demands refund. <laughs> That's right. An alleged prostitute called the police after the John who hired her became aggressive and demanded his money back. When you're a small business operator, man, those Yelp reviews, will, the bad Yelp review will really kill you. <laughs> yeah, well, she was bad at her job, apparently. He wanted his money back. Which job was it, Pete? I don't know. Does the it tell you? The job, perhaps. <laughs> uh, the Baton Rouge Police Department say officers were called to the Shades Motel on Arling Highway oh. Sunday morning. <laughs> of course it's called Shades Motel. According to the police affidavit, 50-year-old Pamela brought 61-year-old Michael to the motel to engage in prostitution and get some crack. Wait a minute, wait a minute. She's 50? She's a 50-year-old prostitute? Wow. Ooh, she must be good. Apparently not. Well. 
You ever been able to claw your way out of it by the time you're 50? I know. But you also want to crack, so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Landry said she contacted law enforcement after Pratt became angry and demanded his money back because, because she did not provide, in quote, services. <laughs> oh. Pratt admitted to the police he had refused to let Landry leave the hotel room until he got his money back. Landry later confessed to spending the money on crack cocaine, according to police documents. Oh, when so he was taken hustler. into custody, Pratt allegedly told officers he just wanted a good time. Don't we all? Oh, I want him for the candy bar. <laughs> That's insane. So good. So would you ever ask for your money back from a prostitute? Well, I would never actually be in that position. I, I wouldn't go to a prostitute, so... Yes. The answer, the answer is yes. <laughs> it says yes. Because every other time you have tried to buy something and they didn't deliver, you asked for your money back. That's Why would that be any true, different? That's not true, actually. You just chalk it up as a loss. And like, well, well, this is the first time I ever tried to yeah, get like a prostitute. How, mu- how much is getting this money back going to inconvenience me? Well, it depends. I mean, especially some people, this is not his first rodeo. Like, he knows how the transaction is supposed to work. He's developed a rapport. <laughs> right with numerous other He's women of with the night service providers. And, right, He's, he has customer complaint issues is with this his like, ISP. Is this like switching between Verizon and Sprint? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, except Which for one then, has better coverage. Yeah, but then it turns out it was T-Mobile, and then you're yeah, yeah, it turns out you're getting covered by Chlamydia, though. <laughs> that sixty forty spread. Oh, it's a sixty forty spread. Right. <laughs> so on a sidebar note here, what's the worst item we've ever bought? <laughs> that's a big leap right like the worst item I ever bought like yeah, something well, I bought well, and immediately broke or something what was the thing that you regretted you bought it and then instantly regretted that you bought it does my ex-wife count no did you buy your ex-wife wow well, you she paid for it was expensive I don't know <laughs> I if you bought it but you sure paid, paid for it, it. <laughs> no ex-wives do not count what did I what did I buy that totally sucks well okay while you're thinking um, I, I did attempt to purchase marijuana in London. Oh, that's right. You told us the story. And instead purchased a bag of grass. A literal bag of ripped a handful out of the lawn grass. Good job. Yeah. That's impressive. Those, 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 so, those two things don't even look similar. Well, it was nighttime. And also, the lesson here is don't trust anybody who walks too fast. Anybody you're talking to that walks too fast... It's supposed to be all those slow meandering drug dealers that you run into. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they got the goods, they're not trying to lose you on the way. So, what legal thing did you buy that you instantly regretted? Buy that instantly. Regretted. Okay, yesterday I got another one. Um, there was a potato cutter. It was like a circle with a grid of steel the that's French supposed to maker. like fry okay. making thing that is like n- impossible, so far as I can tell, to push through a potato more than two inches. You can't. <laughs> It doesn't. In your head, you think you just drop it on the potato and French fries. No, it's much easier to use a knife. So much easier to just cut the stupid potato with a knife than banging on this thing. Like, it's not sharp at all. It just doesn't. It doesn't work. It's it the worst six dollars I've ever spent. So I think the worst, the thing that I regretted, man, spending my money on. What did I regret spending my money on? Um, Psychology degree. <laughs> yes. Philosophy degree? Yes. No, well, my art. psych degree, yes. Sorry, buddy. And then my master's also. My art degree. Because yeah. there's no point to that. But um, besides that, I think if you're talking about appliances or something like that, my dishwasher kind of sucks. Yeah. I wish I had gone with a different different dishwasher. Uh, which brand you got? Um, 
Oh shit, I don't even remember. It's a um I don't know. It's a good one. Samsung. Oh, yeah, see they make phones. That's not a dishwasher. People. My my uh my stove is a Samsung. It works fine. Mm, I work with a lady who's got a Samsung but refrigerator that she hates. That doesn't work well. Yeah. But my dishwasher sucks. That's about it. And we didn't even pay that much for it. My washer and dryer. You hate them? Yeah. Front load. Yeah. I Without the bases, too. you know, so they're down there. But, like, the capacity is not the same as my old washer was. So, like, washing, yeah, do more like, loads. The, the, big, the big blankets and stuff like that. Um, and then, like, the the old washer had, like, a sensor in it, so it would only fill as far, as far as it needed to. I mean, you can fuck around with those settings all you want, but, yeah, they're going to have not enough not enough water or too much. If they can't get it right? Just can't get it right. Mm. So, Jonathan. And yeah, they're reputable washer. And, it's a reputable washer and dryer. I just, I'm just not, I'm just, I'm just not pleased with my front loading experience. You know, I've been thinking about it. And I, I don't really know. Probably, honestly, probably would be sometimes buying magic cards. I was gonna say your magic card collection. Not, not mm. total massive no. collection that Pete and I stumbled over numerous times. Oh yeah, we we ran into some of that collection in the garage. Oh, yeah, there's still a couple things at the other house. A couple things. Couple. Yeah. A couple of totes, a, fool. A buttload. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Bigger than an ass load. Yeah. So, so here's a list of items that people regret buying most of the time. Most of the time? Most not, of the time. Yeah, well, because not everybody's going to regret buying all of these things. <sighs> Bananas. So, first on the list is actually giant desserts. Oh yeah. So you don't need like this guy's like this guy's got a like a big mixing bowl of ice cream in front of him. So really anything like from Tony and any dessert from Tony's. Or anything or from anything Tony's. Anything from Tony's. I wanna go to Tony's. Yeah, let's go to Tony's. <laughs> <laughs> we can totally get, do that. We can get one BLT and feed us all. Yep. Mm. Uh baby gadgets. I don't share bacon. <laughs> I would share my bacon with you. Well, you're a better man than I, Gungadin. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, baby gadgets. Baby, like, explain a baby gadget. Like a baby shaker. So you don't like have to it, shake your own baby. It shakes the baby for it you? It shakes the baby for is you. Is it, like, just a bigger paint shaker? Yep. No. Yeah. No, 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 That's no, no, actually no. all it is, is, like, when a Home Depot closes. You just lock the it. It strapped the baby to the it's paint like the, shaker. Yeah, it's, like the, it's like the Luster King uh, ball polisher. At yep. the, yeah. So, example is a diaper wipe warmer. Oh, yeah, that's pointless. That's completely pointless. Like, I want to know the person who thought that was a good idea, so I can just slap well, them. Sadly, because... literally anything from Starbucks won't be on this list. <laughs> All right. Or Taco Bell. I always regret Taco Bell. You never buy Taco Bell. You just rent it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, technically, you're always renting food. I know. <laughs> Anyways. That was a good shower thought there. Next one. Uh, collectibles, like uh, Beanie Babies. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. When you think about so you think about the cost of somebody, some of these Beanie Babies, people, people, the money people spent on these, and then what they're what they're valued at now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. They'd but I like, can't really say much because I have like a huge comic book collection. Yeah, but comic books haven't really depreciated in value. The no, good they're, ones they're, anyway. They're pretty much the same price as they always were when you purchased them. Right. So, but you know, some of them will go up in value. But Beanie yeah. Babies, I mean, people literally took out a second mortgage on their house to buy Beanie Babies that are now not worth anything at all. And then there are some that are worth ass loads more. Only so, in certain circles. Right. Hmm? 
Uh, next on the list is pricey engagement rings. Yeah, mm. no, you don't need to, you don't need you don't need to spend money. <clears throat> you really don't. See, you guys scoffed at me when I said can I regret buying my ex-wife, but <laughs> that was part of it. All right. How much did you spend on the ring? Too much. You're not gonna tell us. Even for her, well, you know, I I spent too much to begin with, and then later on, because she didn't want she wanted matching wedding bands. Okay. So she was no. She never intended to wear the to wear her her engagement ring with her, her her engagement ring with her wedding ring. So she used to wear her engagement ring in her left hand, and then probably fourth or fifth anniversary, she started hinting around about wanting another ring to wear with her ring because people are always like, "Well, where's your engagement ring?" So I literally had to buy her another ring. Mm. <clears throat> so you doubled up. Yeah. As nice. a triple play. And simul- while simultaneously doubling down on what was doomed to failure. Uh, next is extravagant weddings. Oh, oh God, what a yeah. waste of money. Yep. Ridiculous. It's just a party, guys. That's all it is. It's meaningless. <laughs> uh, next on the list is fine china. Oh, dishes that you can never use. I've never, you I've should. never purchased fine china. I mean, I have some dishes that we purchased, and they were kind of expensive, but because we liked them and we wanted something that would last. It's not fine china. We have some that we got from parents that we never use, and it just sits there. It's fine china. I have a whole like two sets worth in the basement that don't ever get used because that's the china. You don't use the china. Why should we? Have it? Should we bring we it have, out and have for our target practice? We have. I do have a dish I want to break. Three complete sets of china. Do you use it? Plus two sets of dishes for everyday use. Yeah, so you don't use the china. I actually we have used the china actually. For the wedding. You china for the wedding, we, we I've I've served dinner on it before. Okay. We have used it. But I don't think I've ever ate on it. We've never eaten on it. No. We're peons. Yeah. Right, you're not good enough for your own dishes. I can barely get you to come over here in a collared shirt. I'm not putting China out for you. <laughs> <laughs> Pants are 50-50. Like, we, yeah. <laughs> That's like the easiest way to get me to not show up there's something that says, you know, like professional attire required. Like That's one of the You know these that... days it's the easiest way to get me to not show up to something too. <laughs> you're 100% right on that. That's one of the things I like about my job is I just, <laughs> jeans and t-shirt every day, don't care. Not me. It's because you're a putz. Yeah. Yeah. I have a closet full of dress clothes. I, I have to wear them. Well, yeah. Because you like them. Well, they're comfortable. Because you like them. Well, if you do the right dress clothes, then yeah, they are comfortable. Yeah, if you do it right. Uh, next on the list is a piano. Oh, I don't understand. A lot I see of so many of them free on Facebook Marketplace. It's not even funny. Pianos? Yeah, I could literally have 50 pianos right now. My mother I had, bought had one and move them played up. it never. Yeah. Like, I, I played it more than her, and I didn't even live there. No, I still play mine. It needs to be tuned, though, really badly. That's usually why people give them away. Because they don't tune them. They yeah. get out of tune, and they don't want to mess with it. I do want to mess with it. I keep asking for, like, my birthday and Christmas for the last three years is, will someone tune my piano? Nobody will tune my piano. Maybe we'll all pitch in and get your piano You know, the, the, pia- the piano at the Whiting gets tuned, like... Every time it gets used. Really? I believe yeah. it, yeah. Who does that? Uh, there's a guy named Dennis I. Keller who lives in Graham Lake. He's a piano tuner. There's your guy? He lives in Graham Lake? He might be your neighbor. Right? Dennis I. Keller. Yep. Watch him live like they, two months. Look him up. Uh, it's worth a Google. It's worth a Google. 
Dennis I. Keller piano tuning is $95. He charges us. We have, we have two piano. pianos at my mom and dad's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do, and they just sit there. Yeah. Uh, number next on the list is pools and num- hot tubs. Number next. Number next. They're not numbers. I don't know. Number next. Pools and hot tubs. <clears throat> I could do with a hot tub. Dude, I wish pools are, I had a hot tub again. Pools are so hard to upkeep, though. You really have to pay attention to it's that. It's a struggle. Yeah, to it, it, it adds absolutely no value to your house. No, not anymore. Pools don't? It no. did in the 80s, though. It did in the 80s. The, pools have what's called value in use. So they're valuable to you because you enjoy them. But it doesn't increase or decrease the value of your home when you try to resell it. Really? No. Surprising. What about those like fancy waterfall like in ground pools that you see on those fancy rich shows with the the house would co- the house the ho- the house would cost exactly the same without it. It's just for fanciness. You just want it. Yeah, it's just it's, it's 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 to show off. It's a, it's a showpiece. It's like marble foyer. <laughs> Next is one use kitchen gadgets. Do you say one use? One use kitchen gadgets. Like something that can only use for one thing. Yeah, or, it only does one thing. Oh. Yeah, uh, I don't necessarily agree with that. I, I bought one of those um, watermelon slicer things that you dig down into the watermelon. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love it so much. You love it? I love it. See, yeah, see, I don't have I, a lot of... I waste so much less watermelon, now. I don't have a lot of kitchen gadgets that I don't like. We don't have a, we don't have a lot of kitchen gadgets. I, mean, I, don't have, have, a lot I of have an electric can opener. We don't, even use the, we don't even have that anymore. Yeah. I actually rather use my handheld can opener. Uh, it depends easier. on the grip anyway. Yeah, one of well, those cheap little ones we got with a, little key the turn. metal one yeah no I, we got the the OXO rubber grip ones and uh, see I wish I had a, a left hand so, one though. we bought so, it at that failing store Bed Bath Bed, bed Bath and bed, bed, to Bed Bath and Beyond yes so do you do you do you cut the top off or the inside of the lid I hate the inside of the lid ones no yeah. no 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 I hate the top off ones I like the inside of the lid did ones. you know that any handheld can opener actually does both oh really yeah did not know that. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, I hate cutting the top off. You just hold it's it different? so much harder. Any, well, it, the, right. anyone that has an actual rotating blade, like the like has the round blade, because you know some of them, like the basic ones you buy, it's just like the little little blade, and it just kind of drags around. As long as the blade turns, yeah, you can cut. You can you can cut both. Yeah. Hmm. That's good to know, but now, I'll never cut the top see, off. Dep- There's depend, no point. Depending on what I'm doing, because like if I, obviously if it's, if I'm like making if I'm opening a can of tuna. Right. Then you want to go to the inside so you can squeeze the juice out. Correct. But like when I do tomato paste, I cut the top off so that I, so so that the edge the the, the 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 top lip of the can is clean, so I can I can just scrape everything out of it. Um. See, I don't. Okay. I just hate cutting the top off so much. It's such a pain in the ass that I don't bother. I just use a hammer. Right. Which <laughs> is a screwdriver and poke a hole in it and then right. squeeze the can as best you can. That's. <laughs> He just goes around the edge with one of those. <laughs> I have done that before. Well, you just yeah. went like yeah, went around the, all the way around. The oh edges. yeah, I think we've all done that. As a kid, I've done that. I think I everybody has open. been cornered when they have no can opener. My favorite. Like I have a can. Like I've got a can of pineapple juice upstairs in the refrigerator in the in the pantry right now, and that's still around the edge. I do have to say that it's probably one of my best moments of life was when I lock picked our deadbolt at my old house with the can opener. Really nice. Yeah. I locked myself out. My parents were going home for a couple hours. So uh, I got into the sunroom because the door was unlocked. And then was just sitting back there and then saw a can opener and used it to 
rip apart the deadbolt, got into the house. Huh. Got in trouble, but got in the house. Nice. Uh, next on the list is home exercise equipment. Oh yeah, I, we've. I don't rid regret of it. Several of those. I don't regret though what I have because I, I wish I had a rowing I machine. I'd like to, I, I wouldn't. I regret, wish I, I had a, regret having a rowing. I machine. wish I had a, a a nice bike, stationary bike. Like a life cycle. Yeah, I would uh, if that's what they're called. I would. Well, no, I would like, that's, that's like the recumbent one where you actually sit in a chair and cycle. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah, I those, would. Are, those are those are those are nice. Yeah, I want something that I can use at winter. Yeah. No, no, no. I think I'm going to use it right now. Like I'm in my head of like I'm gonna use it, but uh, you know that always it fails. You know, use it intermittently. Intermittently That's, is the word here. Right. That's but I would like to use it. Yes. Or a treadmill. I have a treadmill at home. I'll trade you. Trade Next time, snacks. Snacks. <laughs> snacks and treadmills. Do you want a treadmill? I wouldn't mind having a treadmill. Okay. I don't have a place to put it though. Oh, so I'll hook you up with one. Uh, next on the list is something we've all purchased. Danian already has a few in his basement, apparently. Hmm. The home printer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do have to say that the... I didn't... I never bought a printer for the longest time. I first started working at Office Max, and I bought a Lexmark black and white laser printer. Laser printers are the way to go, man. And that Absolutely. thing lasted forever, right? Yep. My, I have an HP laser printer that I've had for probably... More than five years. When the I'm still on the I'm on the second cartridge for it. <laughs> when the toner cartridges for that ran out, though, I was working in the print department. So whenever I needed something printed, I would just wait till the next day. I'd go to work, print it, pay for it, come home. No, no need for a printer at home, right? A couple years later, about I don't know, five years ago, finally decided to buy a printer, right? And I actually like this printer. Is this the HP that we used? Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's a nice printer. I like mine. Laser, laser is definitely the way to go if you don't print a lot. Yes. Because the ink's not going to dry up. Well, it's, it's, it's dry already, power. It's, yeah, it's already it's already dry. Now I have two printers upstairs in my office. One is a laser is a color laser machine, which is great. It it, it just sits there and does what it does what I want it to when I want it to. The other one is an inkjet, and of course the ink's dried up, so it doesn't really function that well. But it's got a really good resolution on the scanner, so I use that for I, I'll use that one for scanning. So it's kind of a defunct printer. That I you, could put it. I could put ink in it, and it's it would work fine. Oh, but okay. I just I don't print enough photos. Really, really, photo printing is what it's for. Ah. And I don't print enough photo. I don't print photos. Nobody, as we've talked about on this podcast, nobody gives a shit about photos. No. So home printers are fine when you get the right one, if, and if you have a demonstrated right. need. Yes. Uh, next on the list is camcorder. I have. Do you call what I have a camcorder? And nobody and, and, and you have still, one. It doesn't matter how yes. how high the quality is, Pete. Nobody wants to watch your sex tape. But it is a really uh, nice excuse camera. Excuse me. So uh, stop emailing what, it to me. Excuse me. Some of us enjoy that. Right. I have followers. No, you just you just like watching. Pete's it porn ho- channel has you more just followers like you, than we do. You just like it because he hollers out your name at climax. Actually, they pay me, and I holler at whatever name they pay me to holler. Oh, right. so you're the only one paying? Well, I got it. It's subscriber funded, and it always seems to be Jonathan. Wait, you, wait, you guys don't pay? Sometimes they even scream my own name no. because. Right. Well, that's my favorite. Now, do you yell Pete or do you yell me? Some, no, some, he yells some, Peter. I yell Peter. So, 
Some, some, and sometimes, just for the hell of it, he yells, Boogie Shoes. I'm Boogie Shoes. Yeah. Boogie Shoes! I go, my, 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 Boogie Shoes. Jesus Christ. Ugh. Sometimes I scream that, too. Uh, next on the list is giant tent and other expensive camping equipment. I regret nothing about buying. I regret equipment. nothing about my tent and any of the equipment I bought. No, 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 me neither. I, love I it use all. every single piece of it. I'm very, yeah, I'm very selective about the stuff I buy. Though. Yeah, That's... yes, I use every single piece of it, and my tent is awesome. I've had it for eight years, and it's been through hell, <laughs> and that motherfucker still works like a charm. Hold on, Ken. Have you replaced your tent yet? I have not replaced my tent yet, but I did. Have you that left tent. your tent, but I did have that tent for sixteen years. You left your tent. I did. Oh, I, t- how I, bad I kept was the party. I kept the poles and the rain fly. Where, where did you leave your tent? At the campground. Why? Because it finally gave up the ghost. Oh, did it really? It let in like all the rain. At the end, at the at the end of it all, it took me forty minutes to zip up the uh, door. Wow. With like a steady stream of, of insects flying in at the time, I was just I, too much. Game over, huh? But it it was up until it was a fantastic tent the entire time I had it. I I loved it. I loved everything about it. It was a great tent. I love my tent. We one time. I mean, like I said, it's been through storms. It been it's been through hell. This tent. And for the record, at that time we had already decided to get a new tent. So we we were camped we were just, once underneath these pine trees. And I don't know what what time of year it was, but my tent got covered, covered in sap. So we're like, God damn it. So we, we, we took it down. We didn't roll it up because it was covered in sap. So we kind of just, because we had another campground to go to. We were going to the music festival. Okay. So we show up at the music festival and we pop the tent up. And as soon as we pop it up, the storm hits. And it's hail. And it hails all over this tent. And we were th- and it knocked all and cleaned all the sap off our tent. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, it all stuck to your tent. And it was like this <laughs> no. perfect little igloo. <laughs> it would have been hilarious. In the middle of summer. That would have oh, been, so that been amazing. That. And that picture would have happened. But no, it actually cleaned off our tent completely for us. Wow. Yeah. And then the tent was perfect. Nice. It actually glistened. Like, the sun came down and it went, oh. Like, one beam of light just yeah, shot down just on it. Just hit that tent mm. and it was like. It's a good you. tent. Anyways, I don't regret any of that. Carry on. Uh, next is DVDs. <laughs> I also don't regret those either. I actually did. I actually still buy DVDs. Right. They can't Every take once in a while. You. you buy DVDs or Blu-ray? Uh, well, Blu-ray, if I can, because really the price isn't all that different anymore. But I recently bought a DVD because I, I ordered a movie and I need to get over that threshold for the free shipping, which is how they get you. But. I had to buy, so I bought, like, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Right. Because mine was missing. And then I had to supplement that with an additional movie. So I went ahead and I paid the extra $4 for the DVD of Blood Diner. And what is Blood Diner? What is Blood Diner? It's only the most ridiculous show ever. Like a TV show? No, it's a movie. Okay. It's so bad, it's great. We'll watch it. Okay. You will hate it and love it at the same time. Oh, is this going to be our first uh, movie cast? <laughs> no, because these two won't watch it. D- Jonathan will not watch a horror movie, and Ken will hate it. Oh. But you... I'm better than both of them. Yeah, I get it. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. All right, that's next. I've watched a couple. You would not like this one. Probably not. Uh, next on the list is desktop computer. Mm. I don't regret my desktop. Me neither. Me neither. I still have it. I just built a new one. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I don't regret it. Uh, Next is extended warranties. 
It's because <laughs> I don't buy those. I've actually bought them, and sometimes I regret buying them, but majority of the time I end up not regretting it because it actually helps me out. I've, I've had extended warranties actually help me. Be I buy there. extended warranties on one thing and one thing only, office chairs. Yep, that's I actually have an extended warranty on my office chair right now. And I, 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 I took I took advantage of that warranty three times, until I did away with that. And so I don't have the I don't have that chair anymore. I don't have a, I have a, a completely different office chair now. But up until that, yeah, took advantage of the extended warranty three times. Hmm. Makes sense. The last Makes one sense. I bought was on our washer dryer. Did that make sense? It did. We've already had a call service on it twice. There you go. Uh, next on the list is timeshares. Oh, yeah, I heard that's a bad idea. I've never experienced one, so I don't know. Yeah, it seems really nice on paper. Even but... yeah, and you know, if you hold out long enough, they they, they jig you down to the price. Like, oh yeah, we can make this cheap 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 for you. You're still paying like eight hundred dollars a year in property taxes. Yeah, hmm. it's not good for the amount of use people get out of those. Yeah. Because you have to be rich enough to be able to travel like that in the first place. Anyways, yeah. You almost have to be retired with money. Actually, it, well, in fairness, it does make it easy. Like, you're more likely to go on vacation because you want it, You don't want to lose out on the week. Right. Or however, whatever time you have at, at the place. But, no, yeah, I just can't. Makes no sense. Mm. And the last thing on the list. The last thing. What is your guess? The last thing on the list, a. I'll give you one hit. It's recreational. I was just gonna say three musketeer bar. Is it like a like because you wanted a car because you wanted a Milky Way without caramel and you realized it's just a shitty caramel list. Yeah, you're done. I'm gonna say like an ATV or a like snowmobile boat. Mm, boat. boat. I want to say boat. Boat might be a good one. And the answer is boat. 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 You know they say that the two best days of a boat owner's life is the day he buys the boat and, and the, the day, day he sells, sells the, the boat. boat. Oh yeah. 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 Nobody. Mm. Nobody uses boats, huh? Yeah. Everybody buys a boat. It's going to be awesome. It's so great. You got fuel is expensive. Registration is expensive. The, you have to the the cleaning of it, the storing of it in the wintertime, all of this stuff. If you don't, it's not. It, it ends up not being a very pleasant experience. Right. Once it starts getting older, the engine doesn't run so well. Yeah. You drive all the You've way out. All the you got all the maintenance. To the lake, yeah. And it doesn't start, and you just turn around and drive back home. Your bilge been, pump stops working. I mean. Oh yeah, you know you you can only be out on the lake for about an hour because your boat is sinking the entire time. Yeah. yeah. Like it's no. It happens. No. Just. Just no. We don't have that boat anymore. So rent boats, don't buy boats. Right. Some Loner boat. boat, yeah. Well, all right, everybody. We hope you enjoyed listening to this week's edition of the Vlix podcast. Wait, what's the what's next week's uh, question of the week? Oh, yeah. Question of the week. We forgot our question of the week. Well, it's because we had to. We well, we were off. Yeah, we were, we were off. But the people listening don't know that. Oh, they do now. Uh, so last week's question of the week was, are we the source of our own problems? Yes. Do yes. we create problems in our minds to give us something to focus on? Yes. So you want to save that for next week? Yeah, let's save that for next week. All right. So that will be next week's question of the week. And this week's question of the week is, why aren't you listening and sharing this with your friends? Right. So again, we hope Pumps. you enjoyed this edition of the Vlix podcast. 
Yes. We hope you found it at least somewhat funny and informative. I think we did a little bit of both. We learned about we'll a learn. new species. We learned yeah. about a new species. We learned about a new species. The, the Paulfinus majesticus. Yeah. And I sent you guys all photo. I saw that. Of not, the Paulfin. Oh, did yes. you really? Is it not horrific? It's a monster. Because Todd animated it's that in the style of like an 80s glamour shot where you like, got the silhouette in the background. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's kind of great. So. All right, guys. Well, keep it real, and we will see you or listen to you or um, you'll listen to the us. Flip side. Next week. Keep it real, guys. Peace.